Oh. He did it to get me going. When the politicians keep politicking before you oh. turn to excessive <laughs> drinking. Wasn't up yet. I was going like this. Collectively I will not be filtered. Because the truth is, I don't know, man. I just pissed you. I don't know. Man. I don't know man. That's true. You've been taking them vitamin B's? It does look like that. It's absent. <laughs> Now you're just imagining me drinking piss this whole time? Is that what's happening in your brain? No, I just don't like absinthe. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to <laughs> Politinkering. Hello. 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 <laughs> We're back. Yay. This was supposed to be something, but I don't know. I don't know what any of it is anymore, man. Like life? Yeah. 42. No, that's the universe and everything along with life. Mm -hmm. And that's only the answer to a question nobody knows. It's like, is this nothing? It's not, though. <sighs> the answer wrong? is start out star, which is everything. What are you guys drinking? What's going on here? You had some whiskey, but it's gone. It's gone. This is the talent of a night. Joey, how'd you, what'd you do there? I drank what you gave me. Oh yeah, my deconstructed some fruity cocktails. My deconstructed. Well, yeah, I had. You it was like an him. orange. It was like way too orange. I'm sorry about the first one. I wish there was like there was nothing else. It was fine. He it liked fine. it. It was normal. I know. How's your coffee thing now? It's okay. It was I like the that. Joe Biden cocktail. Shawnee, he was yeah. He called it the Joe Biden cocktail. It does the job. <laughs> it gets the job where we're going. Jesus Christ! It, it does good what it is. and it does the job. Yeah, we'll find out in what maybe December or January. If that's no, we won't oh know for like two years whether or not he's he's gets the job done. We'll find out if he even gets the job. Oh yeah, first we have to. Figure, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hundred bucks. Yeah, hundred bucks. I guess whatever the answer. I don't know. How's no, it? it's still just a hundred. Just hundred bucks. Hundred bucks, even. <laughs> and I take Step my. Up the bet. I, I'm taking it in silver, please. Um, yeah, Sean, what are you we'll drinking? We'll see what the price is then. <laughs> what are you drinking? What, nothing. It sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I was left out. Would you like something? No. Like something. Just, no. Let's talk. Yeah. We are at a bar. It's oh the, we should, the first thing when you said no, bar I hate bars. Like, That's why I'm not. I don't drink. That's a good point. Why do you hate bars? Because <laughs> I hate people and I hate everything. And so the pandemic is like perfect for you. Yeah. No, I'm fucking thriving and surviving. <laughs> and like I'm better than ever, I'm man. I'm doing so much better than I thought I'd be doing. <laughs> it's so good. This is like a fucking dream. Yeah, dude. Don't I hate her. that talking point. Fucking. It's not a talking point. I, really I think it's people's genuine people that reactions. Are like, oh my god, I've been doing this my whole life. I've been preparing for pandemic quarantine my whole life. I'm like, shut up. You have not like. <laughs> No, I... You, I really I, have, yeah. though. That's the thing. <laughs> I know that Sean has. Yeah. You? I don't think you have. No. You don't think I have? You How are have a... You yeah. Sean O'Brien is a very personable fucking, like... Go on. I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's all an act. I mean, we've seen him turn that on when he has to, like... But that doesn't mean that's what he people. wants to do. He like you like people. <laughs> you like people. You like talking to people. Yeah, he does. He likes putting on a show. How many people I, have I talked to throughout this like pandemic, including your family and 
How often do I talk to my family? I don't know. You don't talk to anybody, but that doesn't mean that you. <laughs> no, go ahead. It's, but I, you're not wrong. Like the, the so the if the question you're like is, a personable do I... person. You like to go out and do things. He's good at dealing with people. He's what like, don't your people understand about that? What the hell is wrong with you people? He walks up and down Sunset <laughs> and goes to bars and fucking talks to me. Like, but he, that's just because they have alcohol there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why do you think I come here? <laughs> I have to bribe him to show up. It is true. No, um, you don't. <laughs> I, I back up Kelly, by the way, in all of this. You think I'm? You think I'm personable too? Yes. Okay. I think you are uh, more more happy in general when you're around people. More happy in general. In when general, I'm like people. your general disposition, I think is slightly more positive when you're around people. So, it, if that makes sense. Um, How would you ever know? Good question. A tree falls in the woods and <laughs> no i've seen i've seen him in the wild you've been observing i've observed him in his habitat and in the wild and i've seen you're thinking of me calling people and being very personable with people i don't know and like making them i yeah. think that's so i like, like to Portillo's. class i mean you're like yeah, all I the did. world's a stage i don't know and the oh, men so and, he's just and all the men and women yeah pretty much <laughs> a really good actor that's all it is yeah, you're it's tough, man. You're very, if that's true, you're an amazing actor. Thank you you're very like much. Andy Kaufman. Actor. He's Thank a pretty you. good actor. Thank you. But like, <laughs> so I, I remember my mom describing the whole introvert extrovert thing, and and you know I, I don't know what the validity the validity of any of it really is, but my mom described it once as like people get their energy. Mm. An, an introvert gets their energy from being alone. Get recharged. And extroverts, yeah, mm. ext- extroverts get their energy from other people. Okay. Totally. Now again, I I don't know one way or the other. What I can say is that. Um, I, I'm fine being around people. I, I, it is, I just, I just know that I'm going to be around people. So it's fine. It, it's what it is. But, <laughs> but when I'm around them, it is, it is draining. It is very draining because mm-hmm. I like people to feel comfortable and I, it's not everybody's the same. So it's hard to make sure that everybody yeah, feels comfortable. Like cater to I yeah, I cater, that. man. I so it's like, that. it's a thing. And so yeah, it's not that I don't pleasure. like doing it. It's just that it it is draining to be around that. people. It's, and it's been particularly draining to be around people the last fucking six years. So you don't have to be a people pleaser. You know, you don't have to be that way. I, I wish that were true. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's I, I codependency. Yeah, it's exactly. It's, but it's just the way I am you, though. I don't, I don't think like. It's it's not comfortable for me to be around people who are uncomfortable. So if if no, that's the case, think it's your, how do you spend so much time here? Well, I like you guys. It's fine. I make I'm you always uncomfortable. Be, I know, me too. <laughs> which is fine. I'm always uncomfortable too. Yeah, but we're basically in a pod, so it's fine. You and I included. We, we don't see other people, so it's like mm-hmm. okay, cool. I know, but I like. I am a total have total social anxiety, like crazy. But I have not been taking to this. Well, yeah, so let's talk about that. Like, I have like the set things I want to do. I have the places I like to go and the people I like to be around. And it's it's like a set group of people. I'm I don't have a huge group of I'm not like a social butterfly. But is, is it that you want to see people or is it that you just yes, okay. like it's what gets me out of well, my own head, but then also like I've fought depression. For a long time. So it's, I know what I need to do to get out of it and to get myself feeling better mm-hmm. and not even, I mean, better, but just more optimistic, more positive, whatever it is, like just, I have like a routine. And so when everything closed, it's like, I can't go, even if it's stuff I'm doing by myself, 
it's still like going to a class or going to a massage or, you know, like going dancing or whatever it is. Like it's, I might be going somewhere alone with other people, but at least it's doing something that gets me active or, uh, you know, is a hobby of some sort. And when you can't go out to do those things, whether you're with friends or not, it's just like, it's, or even just going to movies. I mean, it, it's really hard when that's not even an option for you. So then you're just staring down this endless, who knows when anything's going to open. And it's like your life is in other people's hands at this point, like at the mercy of if people are going to wear a fucking mask or not. You know, it's like so infuriating. I don't know. I will stop pontificating. But it's not a pontification. I mean, it's, it's just hard. It's it's like I'm I'm not not in like a selfish way. Like I'm not like I want to do these things and I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Like I don't want to go out because I don't want to get other people sick. Sure, but because we like got sick, so I don't yeah. think I can get it again. But I don't want to be the cause of somebody dying. Mm-hmm. And just that thought is like really depressing. Joey, how you been doing? With, <laughs> with uh, I'm definitely more on the Kelly end of things. <laughs> Um, no, I do feel very scared about going out. Uh, I have a fear of infecting my mom and Dave and Dave, my stepdad, who's 70. So Mm -hmm. he's a little bit older. Sure. Um, but I don't know. I I feel like I might be, you know, one of the asymptomatic carriers possible. I I, obviously I don't know, but have you been doing a lot? Have you been like going out a lot or? It's only affected. I mean, I go out sometimes. I do go out to like. (laughs) Of America. I don't do much, but I'll go to takeout once in a while, that kind of thing. That's it, again, I know safe. that's fairly safe. Yeah. But you're getting all your groceries delivered and everything, right? Pretty yeah. much. I, I'm fairly wow. safe as far as that's concerned. I yeah. wonder, I don't know if that's safer or not. Is not it safer? At the grocery I guess store. it must be, huh? I think there's only and- one person. I, I would assume Maybe. it's nominally safer at least, maybe a lot more safer at best. I don't know, though, because the person delivering it to you is interacting with way more people, where you have control yeah, over interacting with people at the grocery a- store. Remember, it's aerosol. They would have to breathe on the package or something, right? Well, it's, it's also, no, it's it's droplets, too. So, I mean, it's both. Well, they're probably wearing a mask. They're probably driving around with a mask, aren't they? No, not in their car. Well, maybe not, but <laughs> but maybe that's in the back. I don't, I don't know. The chances of that versus just going into a Whole Foods with... You with know, a bunch of people uh, in yeah, line. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, and again, if you're if you're worried more point, about yeah. being- I'm not really that worried. Either. But no, no, no. If you're worried about being the spreader, if you don't want to be the person that spreads things, then you're definitely oh, I see. being yeah, that's better interesting. by bring, having it brought to you rather than going out. Like you're, yeah. If that's I mean, what you're primarily that's your focused on. Yeah, if, you're, if, yeah. you're more, if you're more worried about giving it to people than getting it, then yeah, you, yeah I see. And to be perfectly honest, I'm just a little lazy. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, now yeah. it's like, oh, everything's great. Okay, yeah. cool. However, not everything's great for you, though. No, no, no. I, I'm not like you guys. I'm not thriving, especially because um, my job in the first semester was was really horrible. It was like the mm. most busy semester I've ever had. So it was like, more classes Ugh. than I normally had. And it was straight to Zoom. So everything was Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching software through Zoom, which is really difficult. That's fucking oh, uh, So yeah, that was, that was <laughs> tough. Um, Would you but, just like screen share then? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and to me, I, I realized how much I do need people. Uh, and I don't, I didn't think that. I thought I was an introvert who'd be cool being by myself. And I am, but I realized how much I enjoy the Zoom classes, how much mm-hmm. I like just like talking and shooting the shit with the students and stuff. Um, even like, I'll call my mom more than usual or my dad more than usual. And that's, you know, I don't usually call my mom more than I need to. Sorry, Ma, I love you. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have pegged you as an introvert. I am absolutely an introvert, but the thing is, I am both. I think I'm somewhat. It depends. I, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm both. The thing is, I am it's very like much a introvert. Scale. Yeah, I think you're right. But it, but <laughs> to me, it's I'm very. I think I'm. If I have to be, 
know, you know, observant of myself. I would say I am very much introverting and, uh, until I um, meet the person once so or twice. So you need to extrovert? Well, kind of, honestly. It's like, if I meet you guys once or twice, then I'm totally cool. I'll, I'll be normal around you. I'll be extroverted. But until then, I'm completely introverted. Mm-hmm. So I just need to kind of meet you once or twice, and then I'm, I open up. It's comfortable and smile. Yeah. Fair kind enough. Of feel. I'm very just guarded over every person. I'm very skeptical of every person. How about routine? You should be. Is like routine important to you, or is it like, does it not matter whether you do things? Because it sounds, Kelly, it sounds like you needed to do things. Yeah. But that, that's like what keeps you grounded, but it's not, so it's not necessarily speaking the people. It's just the it's fact that like, you're doing things. Oh my gosh. I really wish I could just go to a bar. Cause I want to just go out and like get dressed up and see people. Like, I don't give a shit about that. It's like the, it's doing things that make me feel better or closer to my friends or whatever it is. Okay. Like it's, but it's not even a routine then either. It's just, well, yeah. Cause I enjoy like a fitness class or two, you know, and like that was like the most dangerous thing you can do, right? Yeah. Like heavy breathing in a small area. Yes, yeah. in a small space. So like that is something that is where I go with a friend, but then it's also, you know, personally fulfilling for me. And it's when you live in a one bedroom apartment and you share it, like, yeah, like you can't do that shit at home. And now it's like, oh, well you can just go on zoom and it's just not the same. It's like, I don't have any equipment. I don't (laughs) want to be sweating my ass off in my apartment. Like it's just not the way that I like to do things. And so I know it's stupid, but yeah, then you can't, and everybody rushes to the hiking trails. So then it's packed. And then they close them down. Yes. (laughs) And you're like, oh, I don't want all these people to be here. But I want to be here. I don't know. It's just like so many up backs and forths. It's just what's okay, what's not okay. Like, ugh, I don't know. Some people just want to go out shopping because they have to go. That's a pastime to some people. Yeah, like they have to go somewhere. It's like I don't have to go somewhere. I want to go. There's nowhere else open. So that's the choice you have. (laughs) I know. Or it's like walking around the block. I don't know. I'm just... It's so, all confused. Something I really have taken <laughs> taken to heart recently is like, because uh, people have been cl- complaining, and this is very common, you know, so I'm not being productive during the quarantine. I'm not doing enough. I'm not being creative enough, whatever it is. Yeah. And I think to me, what I've taken to heart is simply just like surviving is enough. I know that sounds really cheesy. No, for some people, that's what it has I, to be. I, I think that's true. I think it's just simply just do your best to to survive, keep your brain, you know, keep yourself, you know, treading water, that kind of thing. And then, you know, once this goes away, we can kind of all go back to normal. But I think surviving is enough is like a good theme I've kind of taken to heart. Yeah. What are some things that you would like to do or is it, is it different than doing things per se? In my life in general, being productive as far as that kind of thing? Well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, like it's, I mean, yes. Uh, Okay, it's getting nerdy here. I want to build, start building more amplifiers. Uh, I would like to compose music mm-hmm. i would like to be able to not just make an album i would like to compose for a film okay that'd be a goal of mine yeah but like you're in a, a slightly unique situation in that even though you were quarantined you were actually busier than normal so like you know you were yeah. all, your it's your bad. schedule was already filled up right. and then it was right. like and again yeah I don't yeah you couldn't so it's that much harder to do your job like, yeah, I mean, that's got, true. That would be, see, that would be really yeah. fucking terrible. If all of a sudden, like, I'm really busy and and I have all this time, that's, see, that sounds fucking awful. 
Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, it, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It was, it was three months of hell. I've, told, I've said this before. It was really bad. Uh, I yeah. don't. Yeah, I was just like stuck in my apartment and teaching not like eight hours a day. Yeah, but that's the difference. That's the thing. It's like it's the teaching. I mean, I made, you feel like I, I need to be doing DIY, like home improvement and making all this. Th- you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Because, no, in, I, feel, because I guess I the, the better question is like it's because you you were saying it's like you you thought you're an introvert, but it turns out you do need people. But it's it's possible that you just didn't get like any quarantine experience because it was basically like, okay, sit in this room yeah. and be a fucking hamster for six months. And it's like, well, all right. Like that's, you know what but I mean? That's a also, really specific. while everyone else is while unemployed else is fucking, and getting yeah. free money from the government. Like, like, that yeah. Was, yeah. I've never been better. Thing. I'm living my best life. I yeah. didn't quite feel that way. I, I, I kind of understand that, but I just didn't, I didn't. Oh, I felt it for the two months I was still working before I got yeah. fired. Like, <laughs> You people get mad. Yeah, a lot it's of, like, well, my industry doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like none of my industries existed yeah. anymore. I had multiple jobs. Well, you <laughs> still have do multiple any of them. jobs. It's just you weren't doing any of them. Yeah, like, and it it does suck. Like I felt, I felt that a lot of the frontline workers and essential workers should have gotten some sort of a bonus or pay raise. They still have it. Like right? they needed hazard pay. You know, hazard pay. I think. Shava, how are you doing? Um, <laughs> it's like, look at this place. Yeah, I'm doing <laughs> great, guys. <laughs> like, I got fired at like pretty much about two months into quarantine. I got fired, and so I was just, you know, living my best life on unemployment. Like, they cut <laughs> off, uh, uh, they cut off the EMC, and I just stopped going one day, and I didn't fucking care and you know i couldn't go to the archery range anymore and like i didn't fucking care <laughs> and like every you know to me i i like almost thought it was saw it as like a, an opportunity like i in that you know you don't have first off you you lose that fear of missing out so there's nothing else that can be done so whatever i'm doing is is the world that's all that matters and that's what's going on and to me like you know i i spent a lot of time doing absolutely nothing and i actually think i kind of needed that like i hadn't taken a vacation in fucking 10 years or something. So like, you know, just not working for a period of time was something very new, but I, you know, I did that for a month or so. And then I like started getting into, you know, other financial stuff and like, you know, just going down all of these different sort of rabbit holes. And like, I don't know, I, I, I learned how to make sourdough bread and I fucking like, oh, yeah, you make, were I made some guys. lollipops and fucking One like, sourdough I, yeah, yeah, dude, I, <laughs> I feel like they should have called them the sourdough bros. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I invented a thing possibly to sponsor the show coming up possibly so you know like things are you know i'm I'm like yeah i just kind of felt like free and able to do things and like not have to necessarily like it didn't matter what time i went to bed or woke up for like six months like that's normally a thing like you know i'm a night person but like you know my schedule like i the whole time we were you know i was quarantining or the whole time i wasn't working i should say like you know I'd wake up at six one day and then go to bed and take a nap and then wake up whenever, you know, like time just didn't matter. And I had almost, I felt the most in control of myself that I have ever felt in my life. And to me, like, you know, I I, like mentally, I feel the 
best I have in like many, many years. And I feel really bad, like telling everyone. I that. envy like, you, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was, yeah. Because Sorry. like that mentality to me is like, nothing matters. What's the fucking point of See, us that's being me here? For the last like 40 years though. Like, you know, yeah. I've, I've been that like beaten down nihilist that is like, yeah. you know, to me, this My is- My nihilism is- well, it, it, on point, right? <laughs> and, and to me, that's like the whole other point of like the the opportunity because I I know that I'm a person that thrives in chaos, and I'm I know I'm a person that is mentally there when everyone else is falling to shit. So like, this is my, well, no, I mean, you know, like when the boat was sinking, when I was in Alaska, you know, I'm the guy that like is aware of what's going on. While wait, everyone the boat, else, wait, this is a new, this is a totally, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. But, say? Uh, we didn't, you know, but you know, that's the, that's the thing. So like, this is to me, I, I see that even as even more of an opportunity because everyone else is shutting down. And to me, like all these small businesses closed, that's my time to open a fucking small business. Like to mm. me, like that's, this is nothing but like the golden opportunities I've been waiting for for so many years to actually strike upon. So yeah, I, yeah, sorry. Shit, <laughs> no, I think it's smart. Yeah, yeah, no, I honestly, I think it's, it's kind of how I feel in the end, to be honest with you. <laughs> you wrote a fucking book. Like, go buy, go buy Discarded, please. Sean O'Brien's oh, book. Thanks, it's, man. Yeah. No, get, but the, the book was a weird thing too, because like I, I mean, I was, because last night I sort of felt the last week or so I've sort of felt the way you guys have felt the whole My time. My hopelessness rubbed <laughs> off on it. It could have been that, or it's. Like, it was the camping. You destroyed it. <laughs> She wants to go camping. I was like, okay. No, so yeah, like I, the the book thing was I, I was I was gearing up to direct a movie. So I was mm. like raising funds and I was like I you know that momentum just energy just doing, kind of- yeah, that momentum energy. And I didn't want to write anything because it's like, all right, well, it's I, I don't know. It's it's a balloon method for me. So like you kind of fill up and then expel, fill yeah, up, yeah. expel. So like I was already filled up and ready to go, and I got something. I'm like, all right, well, let me just and the pandemic hit and and you were having kind of a tough time and she likes sci-fi. So I'm like, I'll just write her a book. So I wrote, <laughs> I wrote the book kind of based on just the pandemic itself, but writing is not hard for me. Like the thing that I did was what I do all the time. Mm. And it was, it, it was not, it was just, and it was fucking work, man. It wasn't, but it's it, still like your comfort food. Like that's where you are. Like it's my, it, it is my compulsion. Yeah. It's more of a compulsion for me. I don't like it. It doesn't, right, it's, right. it's like with being with people. Like I don't get my energy from writing. Mm. I just have to do it. So it like, <laughs> mm. now granted, I don't have to. Most people are like, you do not have to write a book. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. I you, kind of you, do. You have to write a book in a week for sure and that is you know yeah and that's fair well it wasn't a week that's the thing it was even worse i mean i i i i once i i i i I, not scheduled what's the fucking word outline the book um (laughs) i knew it would be a three-week thing depending on how Mm. much i wrote i'm like well i could do it in two but it'd be kind of a pain in the ass it was 13 chapters so i figured it'd be 13 days it would just be the easiest way i didn't know how long each chapter was going to be i figured i'd average around five thousand words a day um, I don't even read 5,000 words a day. I don't either. But, <laughs> um, and, but some of them ended up being like seven to eight. So those were longer days, obviously. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just a three week thing. And bear in mind, by the way, the la- the, the first two weeks of it, we, we still had fucking COVID-19. Mm. So, which, I mean, again, we, we're not a hundred percent sure of that, but. It, it wasn't the flu. Oh, there were fit- no swabs. Yes. You were sick. I thought you said that. Never mind. 
Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. that COVID exists, but like you two literally were sick. Yes. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We had the 102.7 fever was mine. 101 point something was like the first, it was a couple of days after, um, after uh, St. Patrick's Day. Mm. Um, and yeah, like we just, we get caught, we had a fever and then it was like three days of fucking down for the, right? It's like three, I think. Yeah. Like two and a half, three for me for sure. You were feeling better around like the third day. But for the most part, the first two days, Entirely, we just stayed in bed um, for like a good fourteen hours a day, um, and then you never had a, a like a like a not a kickback. What's a fucking a, a, a low key kickback backlash? What's the fucking thing when you like backslide? Whatever. Um, the, around like the tenth, eleventh <laughs> day, which was like the second week Relapse? of me writing. Yeah, thank you. God damn it. This is not my, I sometimes I write words. I don't know yeah, no I shit. Read them. Sometimes I write words. Fucking. Wordsmith over here. It was, still wasn't a relapse, though. That's not nah, what I'm thinking of. Either. Okay, anyway. Um, That's more for drugs and alcohol. Yeah, whatever. Either way. So, But, the, like, my chest still tightens up. Like, I'll go through times where it's, like, really painful. I have to be like, yes. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> There's, yeah, it's the, anxiety, though. Lingering effects. It could, it, it, it was could, that, it could be. Was that pre-COVID? <laughs> like, no, okay. I mean, it didn't really start until Sean was like, my chest kind of hurts. And then I was like, yeah, that's anxiety. And he's like, no. So, and then we, <laughs> two days later, we had <laughs> fevers. So it was fun. Well, because I was confused. I was like, that's what it feels like. You're like, yeah, that's what anxiety feels like. Yeah. I'm like, welcome I don't, to. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know what that welcome feels like. Welcome to stress. Like. Wait, isn't yeah. that what booze is for? That's what I, it was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, chest is heavy. Well, I'll just drink. What's yeah. the matter? <laughs> this is confusing. I mean, but yeah, but yeah, like the book was not a fucking thing. It was just that I, honestly, it was the opportunity that you're talking about that it's like, well, no one, you know, th this is something that I can get. I'm a fast enough writer where if I can get like a pandemic book about out yeah. early, maybe it'll sell. Well, and that's still when we thought it was, you know, going to be two weeks and yeah. you know, to flatten the curve. Six like months. the yeah. summer, it's going to go away. I thought it'd be it's six months. <laughs> I th well, you were so, planning for six months at that point when you sat down to write that book, though? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I figured by um, what, what I assumed was uh, everybody would sort of get on board, and they did. Um, and it would be around June, July. I think I said – what did I say You would be good for you to go out to Atlanta? Do you remember? It was June or July. Well, I was going in July. But I, but I, I It didn't end. matter what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. It was within the within that stretch was when I thought it would be it would be clearing up and to be okay and every, and more importantly everybody would have the routine. Mm. So everybody would be on the same page. We didn't know whether it was mask or what, but like I assume and we'd by, have something figured out yeah, by then. Yeah. But by the way, like so my book is about a pandemic. So for about a week I did you know 12 hours of fucking reading a day. Yeah, yeah. On fucking, you know, viruses. Uh, right. <laughs> so it's like epidemiology, I was pretty well versed in how people deal with pandemics. Mm -hmm. So it's like, especially now, I'm like, really? oh, okay, it should be fine. Did you predict this one? I knew that it was predicted <laughs> and what the steps were to take it. So no, no, I, I, I mean, did you predict any of our reaction in how this unfolded? Like, <laughs> I predicted, I pre yes. Well, so what I didn't predict was an an utter failing of the federal government in, in, in driving the ship. Mm. That's the thing. Well, wait. Yeah, I did, didn't I? The book does. I personally didn't. Like yeah, what yeah. I wrote was like a worst case scenario. Right, right. And the book is set. Because like it was a lot more deadly. So it was like you really couldn't even yeah, yeah. go out. Yeah, the in in the book it's more deadly. And well, in, well anyway, whatever. But wait, how are you different than the book's writer? Aren't you the writer of the book? 
Uh, I'm confused. You're saying the book predicted it, but you didn't? Right, right. So oh, the, book's the book that he wrote is a uh, place where things were horrible like and everything was bad. Two he years didn't think that we would be in the place scenario. we are right now. I didn't now. think that yeah. was... <laughs> Basically, writing it as fiction. Yeah, there's a bunch of. Yeah. He's writing a Literally. horror movie, and then it turned out worse. <laughs> it was. I wrote that there were protests, protests of it. That it was like a hoax, and it was like what? And 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 so people kind of like um, on Fairfax. Yeah, like on like there was oh, a yeah. So and, and then then the marches. Yeah, not everybody believed it. They didn't get on the same page, <laughs> and they were also yeah. So like. And there was, and the way I described Fairfax post like a riot and all that shit. Yeah, and, and it but, happened. But yeah, but so beyond that, it was more that like the worst case scenario, right? Um, and including like with the one thing that we haven't hit, which by the way, I'm now even more terrified. I haven't thought about this yet. But essentially, like they, it needs an authoritarian sort of takeover in order to get everything. So the federal government, more or less like nationalizes a sort of food, a food distribution system. Um, and uh, what else was it? Oh, and, and major companies basically are able to consolidate all the power um, in order to sort of like fight, ward off the the virus itself. Um, oh, you get the and, consolidation of major companies. Now. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, but also like, so right. So we can see about the fucking consolidation of the federal government. But anyway, <laughs> um, so this is- Oh, you want to give those fuckers more power now? I, I don't. The people did because we need to figure it But either way, but the people didn't accept it, so it was the same thing. So yeah. what I predicted, Joey, to answer your question, was that um, the, like the, the book sort of presupposed the worst case scenario, and it was set two years into the future, where I was like, there's no fucking way it's going to do this because it's going to be fine. So I figured I only had like six months to write whatever or do whatever, and I figured like one month of it, one and a half, one, two months of it would be spent writing, and I'm like, okay, cool, we're done. And I, and I personally did not think that Americans would would be so polarized in something as simple as whether or not other Americans should die. And I was wrong. Per, I was wrong with predicting America. Like in reality, I was not wrong. <laughs> the way right. the book predicted America would go. No, I actually like the six month. Like where we are, six months is exactly where the book fucking predicted. It, oh wait, no, it was supposed to be three hundred thousand within the first six months. So I'm a hundred thousand off. You suck. I know. Your research is useless. I know. <laughs> Do you know the line from Royal Tenenbaums when Owen Wilson is talking about his book? Uh, well, so hang on. I know when he quotes from the book. Yes. The friskalating, and I use the words friskalating dusklight oh in God. the book um, to make fun. I don't remember why I used it. I think she's like friskalating dusklight. Oh, the mom was writing something. Yeah, but friskalating dusklight is um, the. When Sorry. He's, when he's walking out of that interview, mm -hmm. he's talking to the, to the to the press. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Bitcoin is like like so so. This book, but what this book presupposes is that maybe he did. Maybe he did. <laughs> you reminded me of that. Everyone knows. Said well, everyone knows something. A little. Everyone knows Custer died at Little Bighorn. What this book presupposes is maybe he didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like my favorite line. And it's great. I love it. I love that movie. Yeah, I hate Wes Anderson. <laughs> you do? Yeah, very I much. Mean, so. that, that makes sense, though. Yeah, that yeah, that, that definitely. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's like, too it, whimsical. It'd be like, for yeah, exactly. It'd be like, it's hey, Sean even... let me ask you a question. Would you like a lollipop or a lollipop with like swirls? What now? Excuse me. <laughs> That's the correct answer. Oh, what now? Yeah, I would say what now too. I don't know what you're talking about here. <laughs> oh, that's Wes. Like I was like Wes Anderson. Do you want Wes Anderson? 
it's just extra candy on top of candy for oh, that's no Wes reason. Anderson? Yeah. From his perspective. I need mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you what do you want a do you want a lollipop or a lollipop with swirls? Right, he you're wants think, the you're swirls. thinking about it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You were gonna say something. All the bomb. desserts. You weren't? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Kelly's going to make fun of me. Here we go. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> you make fun of Joey? Why are you making fun of Joey? I just said he, all the desserts. That's all. She was alluding to the fact. That I you're a grown-ass man that likes desserts? <laughs> Sometimes we order food together. I happen to order desserts. Now, yes, I'm a grown man who likes to enjoy his sweet tooth. What's your, been your quarantine food? or A sweet, like a sweet like treat? virus food. Yeah. You're like oh craving. I have a lot of stuff. Um, I generally will get like, honestly, like a milkshake from In-N-Out or mm-hmm. um, like, I, I like a lot of like, I'm getting a lot of drive through So I'm getting like the, uh, the Cinnabon bites from Taco Bell. <laughs> These things are amazing. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I know you're like, oh, what the fuck's Joey talking about? No, okay. no one is. I haven't had fast food in All right. a long time. Yeah. Listen, they're just like miniature Cinnabons that in the middle of it have little, uh, it's like almost a like cream cheese filling, but it's, you know, it's, I, it's, it's, uh, isn't that icing? The icing that normally comes on top? I guess it is. Yeah. It, it is the icing. Yes. Which yeah. is cream cheese and sugar. Okay. Really? Is that, yeah. That's what the ice cream is? Yep. Pretty much. No, not the ice cream. The, the icing, icing, the icing is what I'm Cinnabon, saying. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> I didn't know that. Okay. okay. He's right. So it's like condensed, sweetened condensed cream and cream cheese. Uh, no, just cream cheese and sugar, literally. Fair enough. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Joey. That's pretty much it. They're just <laughs> balls filled with cream cheese and sugar covered with cinnamon and sugar, and they're good. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong. Like, I can't eat them, but, you know, they were delicious at one point. So on the way home, we should probably stop off again. Okay. No? Okay. <laughs> you don't like Cinnabons? Really? Who is that? I can't do like donuts and that kind of thing anymore. Really? I just like, ugh, yeah. Okay. I've been really into ice cream. Well, yeah. I mean, That's I'm been... into ice cream all the time. Yeah. I know. But like, I usually well, okay, what don't. What do you, what do you, you get? doing a Ben and Jerry's flavor of some kind? With yeah. The... the latest one I got was fish food. Okay. Okay. Welcome, good. I like sure. marshmallow. I did. I haven't had fish food since I was like 16, but I really did like that one. Yeah. Or like a cookies and cream. I, I love getting half-baked, but I hate yes. going to the counter and getting half-baked and making the guy think I'm stoned. Ah, That's yes. how- uh, Why wouldn't you just embrace it, though? Just, like, yeah. act more stoned. The triple cookie. <laughs> Thanks for the half-baked, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you got any flaming hot Cheetos back there? I guess you're never going to see him again. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could. No? <laughs> Sean was trying to hit something, but I don't know what it was. I just The button that says half-baked on it? Oh. Jesus Christ. We have a Christ. half-baked button? Oh, the boobies, man. Boobies. There you go. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> one, I would like some credit to know that you wanted someone booed. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> the regular because it just makes sense, I, I, and I don't know what you were yeah, going for. Yeah. Now, second of all, it doesn't. There's nothing in the sound that is half baked about it. It's just that the thing says half baked boo. Yeah. So auditorily, the joke wouldn't play to anybody listening. Or Anyone anybody that has watching. seen the movie knows where the clip is from. <laughs> boo this man! Boo this man! Daddy. Old Man River over there. Jesus Christ. Cran- it's called a reference. <laughs> Crankety old Sean O.B. <laughs> on his porch. I- <laughs> Why would anyone understand this Jerry gets this joke? <laughs> Just hit him with his cane. <laughs> okay. I, lo- I fucking uh, love this thing, man. O.B., let me say one thing also. Um, I think also, maybe this is a little bit too cheesy, but I do have a little bit of a collective. Hang on, hold on. Let me get some fucking. Yeah, where's you, my, uh, you ready for this? No, I just got to get some some uh, lactate. Darius oh, poison. Oh, that's good. That's, that was a good joke. Yeah. Got it. I got it. 
So, um, <laughs> wow, that was, yeah. Uh, so the point, I was saying that I think just the pandemic in general, just like the news is shitty. Idea. Everything is shitty. Yeah, it's not good. We shouldn't have done that. Pandemic, bad. Yeah. Trump, bad. Two thumbs down, 2020. Yeah. Not good. Would not recommend. <laughs> One star <laughs> review. <laughs> I think it, I do feel that maybe that's maybe that's just me being a too uh, oh you know tearfully maudlin, but uh, you know I get a little bit in, into it too much. So I think sometimes I get like like people get seasonal depression. I get like political depression. That For kind of sure. Thing. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm sure Kelly's with me. Even on the drive over here, he had on the press Trump press conference, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like driving angrily, just like. I can't take it anymore. Like, <laughs> She's like I can't listen to him. I my skin crawls. I get really angry, like irrationally angry. I'm just so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. TDS. <laughs> uh, Did you see someone tried Trump to like derangement? Who syndrome? was it that tried to like reapportion that randomly? Like I call it Trump derangement syndrome, and it's like probably no, that's Nancy. already used. No, it Nancy was, keeps trying to make shit up, and she's horrible at no, it. No, it was someone who. It no, was like it a was comedian. it was Ben Shapiro. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was, it was. because they, because the, oh, he's been saying that. <laughs> for yeah, the right wing. I know people. The, the right wing uses it already, but someone recently. You're saying a, a left winger said it. Yes, like yeah, a, exactly. They were like they Trump were like doofus syndrome. Uh, okay, that was a, that was a first guest, oh guys. Relax. No, no, no. Try no, no, harder. Okay. No, no. They were calling it like yeah, okay. Again, man, what the fuck? Were, uh, whatever. First they were saying first draft. I, no, you, you weren't wrong. I wasn't. I'm not mad at you at all. Oh, it was Michael mad. Cohen. Thank it you, was Michael Jesus Co- Christ. <laughs> Michael Cohen the other day was he's like, like was like, Trump. no, I feel no, because he was talking delusion. When people, he's like, yeah. when people get caught up in the in Mr. Trump's orbit, they get caught up in his orbit, <laughs> and I call it, I call it like Trump derangement syndrome because they just did that, and we're like, dude, no, that's taken. That wasn't that's taken. <laughs> oh, he didn't even change it. He didn't change he didn't even it. Change. He was he was literally reapportioning. He's saying that he yeah. calls the same it words that. as something else, calling it. He that's calls it that, and it's like, dude, that's what Trump does. Taken up. That's so fascinating because that's what Trump did with with fake. News is what Trump yeah, does with a lot I know. of these. A lot, even um, a con job. Yeah, he's he's take like people Hopes. call him a con job, so he just oh, I'm gonna call you con job. He, he says the same thing. Yeah, you're he, the puppet. Yeah, he yeah, fucking. He, it's just all he projects. Yeah, projection. It's, projection. It is more, also yeah. honestly a lack of creativity. Let's be honest. He's not good enough to come up with his own insults. But that's that's Russia too. You just use what's going. You just use the fucking momentum one direction it's and just like it's yep. jujitsu. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, again, I, mean, I know. I'm just also saying it's lazy jujitsu. It's <laughs> but it works. Like, it's, 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 I used to yeah. joke, like, what's the difference between efficiency and laziness? Whether it works. I, there's no answer. That's the point. No, it's Wait, whether it works. Laziness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, well, I didn't. I didn't used to say, "Hey, there's a joke." What's the difference between efficiency and laziness? I, I used to say the phrase, like, "What's the difference between efficiency and laziness?" I call it like a Trump joke. derangement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys know the Rock had coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, Do you yeah. know how they figured out how? <laughs> Like he had coronavirus? Oh, no. Here comes you the joke. <laughs> well, he couldn't smell what the rock was cooking. I brought it back. Boo, this See this? Watch man. this. I brought it back. <laughs> See where it is? But I went like this. This is like a two-hour <laughs> joke. What are you looking for? I thought about, I thought about laughing. I really did think about laughing, but I have to be true to myself. <laughs> you know, here's the thing, though. I wonder if you guys would have laughed if I said it the right way at the right time. No. No? Shafa? Dang, mm. that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I no, it's oh, funny. You're it's very funny. supportive. I liked it. <laughs> we already understand. Yeah, you guys should be a couple. <laughs> 
That's another thing. Yeah, so we should talk about that, by the way. The, You're breaking the, up. I know. Yes, I did want to mention that. Yeah. Sorry. It's a good um, way to do it on podcast. Totally. I know. It's just this way it's public. Better than a post it. This way it's public. I don't get slapped in the face. That, that would be amazing. That's actually... If you did a post it breakup, God, that'd be the oh worst. Oh my God. That's I like mean, how Jada did Will. And you Sex in the city, but you know. On Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, man. The fucking, we've lived in a one bedroom apartment during this whole thing. Yeah. And didn't kill each other. Wow. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, like, it's fine. Like, it's, you know. We take turns listening and lamenting is how I always describe yeah. our relationship. I take like, more of it than it's okay. he does. I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's tough. I mean, I wonder, like, I, I don't, I, it's hard for. But we have the pool, too. There's, like, a pool. Oh, fucking fancy. Over there. I know. Yeah, so we can, like, especially in the summer, we'd sit out there. It's uh-huh. kind of nice. Well, yeah, but we go out there together. And we have yeah. a patio. We go out there together. I think the principle I'm trying to say is most people oh. who are like trapped together in a one bedroom apartment would know, be difficult. But for, we've also just been like debating and like locked into what's been going on and like yeah, I want this reading true. everything, like learning. We've it's like yeah, it's so, been interesting. Can I ask you honestly, have you guys ever had any fights or any disagreements at all? Mm, sure. But I'm like, sure you've had some, but I mean nothing too crazy. Nothing Nothing like foundational. No. Nothing yeah, like nothing. Nothing crazy. What was there was one fucking argument where we had, but it wasn't even like there was literally remember. nothing foundational, like to the point where I can't remember what the fuck the fight was. Nah. Sean, have you any fights with Yuri? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. dude, that dude won't stop bitching. I put him, I let him have some wet food, and now all of a sudden, that's all he ever wants. No, once a day. He knows it's once a day, but he doesn't he fucking just keeps whining until I give it to him. Yuri is Sean's son, by the way. Mm-hmm. Butter, how do you think you'd fare with a roommate? Oh God! Oh, I'm fuck. actually not bad. It's just my room. I've had bad luck with all my roommates. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, they want me you guys bad. were thinking about getting the like thing, right? Well, that would be a separate sort of thing <laughs> we would have. Yeah. Listen, I thought about that, Ke- Kelly, but <laughs> sorry. I think I've come to the conclusion that Smart living <laughs> alone in LA is, or renting alone in LA is equivalent to owning a home anywhere else. So, like, <laughs> right? Not having a uh, not having a roommate is yeah uh, success enough. At this point, but yeah, it would definitely be nice to be able to buy something at some point. But the boomer remover was not effective enough. So. Boomer remover. Yeah. Oh my god! Ooh, wow. wow, that's offensive. Sean, is it offensive or is it accurate? Is the thing? No, it's offensive and accurate. Oh, Sean, isn't it silent generation people though? That are- <laughs> yeah, 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 it's just yeah. It's, it rolls off the tongue. Silent generations are way older though. No, those are the ones that we're wor- most worried about, though. They're like the well, 90 sure. they're way old. No, well, no, Boomer's like he 60. Means, and, yeah, isn't it yeah. golden generation? What's golden? I haven't heard. What's the golden World generation? World That's people who isn't, that's World isn't that the silent, silent generation? Yeah. They're, no, no, they're earlier. No, you're just thinking of golden girls, man. Who's before the golden? No, si- the silent the... generation is the one that fought in World War II. That our greatest generation. Let me ask you this. I thought greatest was like golden. Wait, so silent is greatest? Oh, silent saying, is greatest. And I believe he uh, golden oh, is not no. is not a word I've heard before, Maybe but I'm the thinking that's also the same. The greatest generation was my grandpa. And then I think the silent generation is like Nancy Pelosi. I wish she was. Right. <laughs> but like those people, like 80 year olds. You can't hit, you can't <laughs> right? hit clap to Nancy Pelosi being. No. Maybe oh, okay. uh, so. The silence. Matter of fact, reclaiming my time. Thanks, Maxine. And do not take that away from my time. Yes. Time belongs to the gentle lady from California. That's me. Man. You are a gentle, <laughs> gentle lady. lady from California. 
How did I just did I just make up Golden? Wow, I just yeah, made up you golden. made that up. Yeah, you, I, it's, it's the Golden Girls, man. You know, no, I've, I've heard something <laughs> like White that. I think I've heard gold. like gold, silver, like something like that. But whatever. Those are anniversaries. I understand. No, they're they're medals, precious medals. Oh, you asked like trade on the market. Yeah. So there's like the gold. So in the Olympics, basically, so you know the Olympics, all right? No, yeah. what are the Olympics? Well, so they in were ancient, canceled in ancient this year. Greece, yeah, in ancient Greece, there were what's ancient Greece. So okay. it's like Greece now, speaking, but like older. Before that was Mesopotamia, right? It What's that? Between, so it, it stands for between two Let's rivers. Let's stop. Between, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He'll keep going. I could have gone. Gotta, I could have no, gone. Well, I yes know and. we can. I yes and. Can. Hold on. Let me just say one thing about okay. the generations. Okay, so the silent generation is after the greatest generation. The greatest generation was World War II. Silent generation is like Korean War. Yeah. I thought that was boomers. I'm sorry. Say no. Yeah, they're like 60s. As far as I understood, it was yeah. like baby boomers, silent Greatest. One thing that we no. do need to no. establish is this is all bullshit Correct. and randomness and <laughs> pontifications from random bloggers that, you know, want to so just get clips. Kind of. So it's pre-blog, but it I will say it is fair to say that um, generational gaps have shrunk. But there, but I think you'd agree that there are differences in generational Culture. Oh, sure. But yeah. like actual dividing lines are a little ridiculous. Yeah, to talk I would about. never agree to a line, but this is coming from like Zenials over born here. Like, we in like the 50s, are, 60s. Yeah, it's like uh, saying there was a difference between the 70s and the 90s. 40s. Like, yes, there were That's definitely differences between the people that grew up in those 40s. times, but like, yeah. Looking well, I feel like I, 1950 was the baby boomer cut off, right? Well, it's about them coming home from war and having Again, sex. there's no yeah. line. I think True. I think yeah. it's important to say there isn't a line per se. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I would I yeah. would argue that there's there well, I'm greatest generation, so <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. I guess you could decide you could de define him yeah. however you want. <laughs> but I, mean, I feel you, inside. You and I are you like you're closer to Gen X than you are like millennial, but yeah. you would not define yourself as Gen X. I'm closer to millennial than I am Gen X, but I would not define myself as millennial. I like, you and I are somewhere sure in between. Sure, Gen X. I, I, no, if I if I have to choose one or the other, it's definitely Gen X. And if I had to choose one or the other, I'm millennial. But you wouldn't, right? Do would you choose? I mean, if, I more I certainly. Like, if not choosing a generation is a choice, always. If not choosing <laughs> is a choice, that's always my choice. No. But if I have to choose between, yeah. What if you're allowed to choose an in-between generation, between like, I just the whole Xennial, Oregon Trail generation? I'm not sure that there is enough people like me that are different enough from millennials, but also different enough from Gen X to qualify as a specific generation. The, I mean, I've heard that uh, my specific cohort could be classified as the Oregon Trail generation, yeah, which is like, that's you know, brother. yeah, it's yeah. So it, stupid. Well, it's no, not it, stupid. It's again, wonderful. it's just a, a very specific sort of It's so thing. specific. It, it, exactly. It, it, but, it, but it works. It works. I played that in fourth grade. Does not work. You're too young. Okay. I mean, I'm a millennial, but I'm just saying like- See? Well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a fucking That doesn't millennial. even make sense. You See, are. Both, I'm not. both played Oregon Trail. But also, I played we Oregon all Trail. played yeah. Oregon Trail. We're OGT, yo. OGT. Yeah. OGT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I played Oregon Trail. I no, mean, but you don't yeah. know. You don't know you don't get Oregon it. Trail. Did you get dysentery? You yes, yeah, I died of dysentery. No, I bet no, you didn't. You played Oregon Trail in a time when there were other choices, my man. Yeah. There, you could do <laughs> other games. Yeah. Oregon did. Trail was all we had. It's all we had, man. Did you play Brickles? I will like say Oregon Trail was game? one of like maybe three choices. It wasn't a lot. <laughs> three I, choices? I think we might have had the snake game. Uh, snake. snake was way ahead of Oregon Trail. Yeah. Did you guys have cell That's phones? That's on those Nokia. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys have yeah. cell phones in high school? 16. That's what I figured. 
Oh. <gasps> wow, wait, he, that's he, interesting. Wait, was Siri talking? Yeah, I had my arm on the thing. Oh, oh no, that's, yeah. what, that's I what I figured. That's <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, I, I, I think it's fair to say that there are like obviously blending lines within generations. But you can subdivide until insanity. Like. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the yeah. idea is that certain, at least, okay, the, the idea of the baby boomers, I think, is that they all specifically had kids in a specific Oh, they came back from war and fucked. Like, right. 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 Yeah. That's the key. Well, they're the result of those right, babies. Right. Yeah. I just don't think there's a, maybe there's going to be a, a COVID boom. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't people are fucking like that. Oh, definitely. What else is there to do? Yeah, but they have birth control. You can write a book. But like, that's, you know, 99% <laughs> effective and it's been six months. <laughs> I'm just saying compared to the 50s I don't think No, no, is- we're not going to see uh, compared to the 50s But my, my fucking grandparents had 12 kids Like, no, we're yeah. not going to see that again But we, you know the, Kids the- are expensive I don't know, now we got, Amy, we got Amy Kobe Bryant coming in But uh, half of those are adopted Why are you fucking you Fair know? enough No, I meant like, you know There's going to be no more contraception Stuff like that, praise be Jesus I have a question, guys Would you be okay <laughs> with a maximum amount of children? What is the maximum what, like amount China? of zero? I didn't say a number yet. I just said, would you be okay with a cap? Like Lo- China? Yes, oh. kind of like China, but not. They're going to have one. a massive problem. How are we enforcing it? Yeah, pretty soon. I don't so, know how we enforce it. Sure, you go first. I mean, you know, limit. I think we have created the limitation already. So I think we've structured the limitation without having to enforce it. Yeah. Basically, by you know. Cutting everyone's wages, forcing both people. <laughs> Making it I too expensive. Yeah, no, it's literally yeah. too expensive to have 12 Nobody kids. Like, you can't kids. do that anymore. Mm. My grandfather was the only one that worked. He was an electrician. He was able to pay for 12 children. That's you crazy. cannot fucking do that now. Like, that and is just anywhere in the working, country. Yeah. So, no one's going to stay home. Right, right. But they lived a, a decent middle class life in, like, you know, it's the suburbs of Chicago. Okay, so, like, I'm saying maybe we put shit. a cap on it to prevent those people from living in poverty. Well, that's what I'm saying. No. That, that cap already exists. The fact that there is poverty it is the deterrent. Sean. People from... still fucking have kids, Sean. What do you mean? Right, but how many people are having 12 kids? That is not the norm anymore. No, but people are having religious six or seven or eight. Not, yeah, and right, a... right. There's very few, but it's they those are all the religious ones are also the ones that have the the community to take care of those they kids. They need to populate a planet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Paul. a whole different thing. By the way, that's <laughs> not that's not true. At least in, in my in my Jewish community experience, that's not true. Uh it would be a lot of times where they would have like 10 kids and they would not take care of these kids at all. They would just run amok and they'd be the fucking worst these kids they kick my ass all kids are the worst okay but these were the worst behaved kids 10 of them though 10 of the worst yeah. kids believe me I'm, t- I'm not just these are not anecdotal this is multiple okay, it is me. definitely anecdotal but there's <laughs> multiple <laughs> this is definitely not anecdotal it's based specifically on my experience but let me, let me say I have experienced this a lot and I would say it is pretty common in most religious where you have a lot of kids you simply can't Keep track of all of them. That's all. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying we've we've already created a massive deterrent to having more kids. The only real yeah. step beyond no, this. That's a side effect of just a shitty economy, Sean. Either way, that's where we, we are. Created that. That's we, just we've created that. It might not have been intentional, but that's what but we've that's made. But that's not permanent necessarily. Either. We don't want wait, a bad so economy forever. I'm sorry. Is the question like, how do we how do we make it better to like have? I'm sorry. The, no. Was you? In other words, he says. <laughs> I have something to say. So I feel like, (laughs) Joey, are you arguing for the economics of this question or the morality of having several kids? Because theoretically, if you're talking about the fact that you like that, we kill them. That like, if if you're talking about the fact that twelve kids could have, but they'd live in poverty, then theoretically speaking, you could just say those twelve people, those twelve kids 
you can just make sure that that person has more money. In other words, electricians get paid more or some sort of like UBI or whatever, or like per kid. Yeah, federal I do want thing. that just, too. But it seems like he's bringing up religion a lot with this, which obviously we can't make laws with, you know, like. I didn't say religion. About, well, it's. I said I, that's my experience specifically, but that doesn't yes. mean it, I'm like make the law. You can't, if Jews can't have 10 kids. I'm not going to say that. No, exactly. But be let's kind of be honest here. Like the people having that many children, it's a lot of the times for religious reasons or objections to con contraception so or poverty. But I don't know if you can just like, I don't think that you can- I'm repress those freedoms for people and i think sean's right like what <laughs> about the fact that many people just cite the the sheer fact that they can't afford children as the reason why they don't have children and they don't have support so if you like i don't know sorry I just, I, wasn't I was going to say like separation of church and state. Like we can't just be like, you can't have as many kids as you want Catholics, you know, like you can't. But no one's saying Catholics. Yeah, I know. Well, what, so what, that's an example. <laughs> Sean's other question was, how do you enforce it? So how do you enforce it? Well, I guess how I, are you I enforcing it? I would be draconian. I would probably say disincentivize stuff. I would say like, uh, you know, if you have three kids or less, you get a certain tax break. You get, you know, five kids or more, you lose your tax break. I don't know. Would, like would you, would you be exists, in favor? Well, would you be in favor? Not, that's probably not a good either. I don't want to do that because that punishes, I don't like that. Yeah. Either. Would you and be in favor of adjusting welfare so that it caps out after a certain amount of children? Like, no. So you, so how no, are we going to enforce this thing? I, I, went back, <laughs> I went back on what I said. I don't think that's a good okay. incentive. But I think there China are China enforces by hysterectomies. No, of course. <laughs> so I don't want any sort of eugenics or anything like that. Yeah. I, I just, in fact, maybe it's just this simple discouragement. I don't know. Maybe what, just, is the, what is the argument for less kids in general besides the fact that you don't like kids? <laughs> I think it leads to bad outcomes. Children, for the children yeah. leads to bad outcomes? Having, much. having many children leads to some of the children having bad outcomes. Got it. Okay. So in other words, it's less likely for a parent who has many kids to, or I'll put it this way, it's more likely for a parent who has a lot of kids to neglect a portion of those kids or be a less good parent to some percentage of the kids, potentially all of them, because of the fact that it's just harder. If you've got like, you know, 15 employees versus three employees, it's easier to be a good boss. Yeah, this is probably not a good idea in general, now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. Personally, but I think this, I don't disagree with you. To be I perfectly honest, I just kind of wanted to throw it out there and use it as a thought experiment. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, that's you, you're talking to Sean Fa doesn't have any affinity toward children whatsoever. No, no, kill them all. Kelly doesn't like kids. No. Do you like kids? No. Really? You like kids. So you don't like kids? I'm literally yeah. the only one here who likes I kids. Actually, I kind of like kids. I don't know. Oh, yeah, oh, like I don't disagree with you, and it's hard to just tell somebody like you're irresponsible, so you don't deserve things. But there is a there is a cool book, uh, Matthew Iglesias's. Uh, it's like one billion Americans. The, oh, argument, yeah. the argument is for a for a larger population of Americans. Yes, I agree. Which with that promotes point. like the kind of strength of the country itself. I agree with um, that. You have to like you know so like combat China's people. <laughs> how many people China has? Yeah, it's just the silly people. We keep saying population is bad. Population growth is all good. It's it all, is it's, good. It's, yeah. Per just, capita, everything it's is good. good. It's, it leads to better economies. Leads to more economic you know equality. It leads, oh, mm, growth at a certain rate is good, but growth beyond that rate is. Detrimental. Yeah, there's no such thing as that though. That doesn't happen. There's never been that case where people where there's overgrown populations like that. I don't think. 
What China, was, India, no? India. Yeah. No, I don't think were, that's were, the problem. I don't think, okay. uh, no, I don't think that specifically overpopulation at specific moments of their of their history. I don't think that was wrong. I think it was more I about resource management. I think in India it is the problem. Maybe India, but I still think it's more resource management. Well, I mean, everything is going to be that balance, though. It's well, always true, the balance right? between the number of people and the number of resources. So we could say that there's too many people, or but we I could say there's not I enough resources. Okay, let me, let me, let me Either way, it's the same thing. I don't thing. think India had any policies that increased the population like that. I think it's just a natural... Do they have a lot of people? That's all. It's not like there's, it's not like Matt Iglesias's idea is let's in, in, enact policies that make our population bigger to, to prosper. It's just India has a lot of people. I, I have no idea about the intricacies of Indian law, but just from a general macroscopic standpoint, like governments influence the way that their peoples behave and the way that their their populations grow yeah. and I you see know, what you're are saying. shaped. It's just like, that it's just India's government is only like 40 years old anyway. It's just like that's not. I don't think there's. But I mean, it goes beyond. It certainly goes into. Yeah, I think it's more cultural. I I don't know if it's necessarily like, and that that's, that's part of the government too, I guess. But yeah. I I don't know if you can just say that. I guess I think it's more. I don't know. I think what 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 I view is more immigration is what Iglesias was saying is that we should be more open to immigration. That's probably the better way to increase the population. Yeah, rather it's than the fastest just, way. He was, yeah. he was pushing for. I like assume that's what he's saying, rather than too. just simply like Indian people have more children or something because the government wants that, which is a, a population control for sure. I just don't think that's the same as what he was talking. About. What were you saying, Fa? No idea. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I. Um. I rambled you guys into silence. Hey, man, that's the whole point. Cheers. Is I just, the, whole- <laughs> the notion that the government sets the precedent for like, like what you were saying as far as for how the people of the country, like what they value and. Not necessarily sets the precedent, but definitely has influence over. Yeah. No, I think that's interesting because I don't know. I just looking at America from a bird's eye view, it's at this point, it's I mean, like, isn't that essentially what everyone's saying about institutional racism? Like that is, yeah, like the, but also it's like, we've just become this place that values entertainment more than education or, you know, I don't know. I just, sure, I don't and that's why says, Trump like, is the president we deserve. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it makes sense. Like where we're going and, and the fact that like, they're trying to break down, because people can't have kids because they can't afford it and they can't move to a house and they both have to work full-time jobs. And it's just really hard to even think about that. And then by the time you can, you're too old and, you know, you can't anymore. So your time has passed. And it's just kind of sad that, like, we're breaking down our education, like, educational I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't know. There's just not this value on like teaching and learning and like community. And it's all just me and mine and you get off my lawn and we're all going to be celebrities and fuck off, you know, like. Well, slightly off topic, would it be advantageous then to encourage people to breed earlier and then seek success that later in life? So, you know, I mean, there are certain cultures where you have a child at like 16 to 18, your parents raise the child, the grandparents actually raise the child, you go off and have your own life, and then you're raising the grandchild that you have, you know, 20 years afterwards. Sure. So, you know, there, there are other ways 
that we could structure this thing that can take into account biology, that could take into account our need to, you know, survive and to, you know, prosper and have fulfilling lives ourselves, but also be able to, you know, juggle the needs of a society to have, you know, parentage. Like right now we're kind of in that place where like, if you're a young parent, then you feel like you haven't lived your life enough. So you neglect your child. Whereas if you're an old parent, you either don't get there because you waited too long or, you know, you have all those other issues of like, you know, your parents just being too old to really be able to do the things that, you know, a youngster needs. Yeah. So like, you know, are there better ways that we can think about, you know, engaging in society or even like what we tell kids that they should be trying to do? Yeah. You know, should we be dis or not necessarily discouraging people from, uh, you know, trying to get the money as soon as possible or to, you know, be career driven and try and encourage more of a, you, you know, fostering sort of mentality. And then from there, you know, once you've, you know, just basically flip it on its head, have the kids first and then go for the career. I mean, just biologically, does that, it's, you know, it would take a lot of encouragement. It would take a lot of, you know, sort of trying to restructure things, but like, if we're, yeah, it's either that or we change biology, kid. like, yeah, yeah oh, I totally. Know. Yeah. I mean, we're getting into handmaid's tale yeah. there. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you're a breeding factory and then when you're done breeding, you get to go out and, you know, have your fun and do your life. Like, I know, it's, it's, it's fucked it's, up. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there is, the thing is, I think we tell everyone they can have everything they want. And the problem is you can have anything you want, but you cannot have everything you want. So we need to, you know, try and help people to understand that, you know, if that is something that you want, then, you know, there are certain ramifications to that. And I think that we put that on the back burner in this sort of age of glorifying, you know, the, the job or glorifying, you know, a, a woman needs to have a high powered career rather than, you know, glorifying raising a, a reasonable, respectable citizen. Like, you know, there just is no, there's, there's no glory or benefit anymore to having good children. You know, there's, there's no, there, you don't get anything out of that. You get something from having the high power job and neglecting your child. Yeah. You put them with a nanny and all of a sudden you're a great person and everyone respects you. But if you, you know, quit your job to spend all of your time with your child to actually raise a reasonable human being, then you're just a drag on society you know, maybe we need to flip how we think about these things. And especially with that, like the the first person to go is the woman because her job doesn't pay as much. So she can't support the family. Whereas I'm sure lots of men would stay home to to stay with their kids, but they can't because... Well, that is something I would also push against right now, rare. though. Because you know, there, there is the whole idea of, you know, the women making or men making more than women. And certainly that is true in aggregate. But when you look at, uh, first off, the number of women that are graduating college versus the number of men, the the pay directly out of college for women versus men, especially in larger cities, the the disparity is almost gone in a... One-on-one uh, -on -one or one-for-one -one position, and there are even studies saying that women are making more for the same job. It's just that there are, you know, other jobs that men are more willing to do. Those dangerous jobs that end up paying a little bit more, where you know women just don't necessarily gravitate gravitate towards those positions. So it's it's kind of one of these things where, like, you 
I think you can, you know, set that up. Like there's no reason that a woman can't make enough to, you know, if we're saying that one salary can support a, a family, there's no reason that has to be the man or that it's has to be the woman. It's more than likely though going to be the man. Well, what I'm saying though is that at this, point. this, at this point though, more women are graduating college and they're making more when they come out of college. So, you know, is, I, I don't necessarily see that as being the issue. Is that true though? We're sure that that's in, the case, in, in large cities, essentially. Yeah. So in, um, you know, th things fall on their face. But in like the, the majority of w uh, teachers are women and they're like living on the poverty line. Right. Right. It's like, no, we should definitely pay teachers more, but I'm a teacher. So that's, you know, a fucking thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like they do studies with, um, uh, jobs in, uh, so this is going to be more in the uh, Jordan, Jordan Peterson realm, oh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> essentially studies in what they refer to as egalitarian, egalitarian societies. Egalitarian. egalitarian thank you. So like uh, your um, uh, uh, Scandinavian countries, um, you know, they are a much more free and open society and they're, you know, encouraged to follow their, you know, paths or whatever, but they're literally finding that there's differences in what men and women select as jobs. Mm -hmm. Women are going to select those care caregiving jobs more. And it's, it's you know, not right that they get paid less. They for should those be valued. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those jobs should like be- a lawyer. Exactly. Those jobs should be valued <laughs> a little bit more, but guys are more willing to go into oil mining and, you know, these dangerous fishing jobs that are like more likely to get them killed, which is why they are getting paid more. So the- But they don't, I don't understand how that works. Like yeah, those, don't those jobs don't that. pay more, right? They, well, for like, level of education, level of need of um, any sort of background or experience coming in, if you take a man and a woman, a, you know, you can either go be a waitress or you can work on an oil rig. If you're working on an oil rig, you're okay. going to make more money than if you're a waitress, essentially, in most places. In LA, you're making a shit ton as a waitress, but that's a whole fucking <laughs> Right, yeah, thing. I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I don't want to see that study. I, I don't know about that Scandinavian. That seems a little... Oh, it's because I mentioned the name Jordan Peterson is why you think it's strange. Well, that's but. true. That's true. So I've heard it many times yeah. before. No the reason why yeah. is because I hear it's, I hear the same study cited by the same people for the yeah, same yeah, talking certainly. point. So it makes me think that it might be an outlier or some different sample size or one specific time Cherry period. Kind of I, so do you, it just makes me skeptical. It, I, I, you know, no, I'm just as is your gut that men and women would take the same positions or pursue the same career paths, uh, given all. Uh, or, or given, you know, no roadblocks or no differences in their path or? Uh, yeah, in general, I would say probably in Scandinavia, yeah. No, I mean, just in general, like if-, if It depends, all, the, it depends if, on the country, and the, the culture but, and the time. So in America right now, if the playing field was completely if completely level and all things were equal and but you could not, literally it, do- It doesn't need- If you could literally do anything that you wanted, do you think there would be a difference between the jobs that women gravitate toward and the jobs that men yeah, gravitate again, towards? When, when, when women grow up, right, they have specific cultural gender- you know, imprints put upon them, right? Sure. I just don't think you can say that in a vacuum. It's impossible. But if you really want to ask me that question hypothetically in a vacuum, yes, I would say that it would be equal. Yeah, probably. But also, it doesn't matter. Like, close to so it. if I mean, they gravitate within, towards, well, if they gravitate towards caregiving jobs at a higher rate. Well, like, and then society doesn't find those to be as beneficial they, or as- Yeah, is, they don't is, find them important enough to- But it's also- Valuable it's enough. Right, right. They're not so, lucrative, essentially. Like, I mean, you know- But they are. I mean, that's what's happening now is that we're talking about the silent generation. I mean, we have the boomers growing up 
and we're going to have a hugely disproportional amount of old people in this country. I mean, we'll see what happens with the virus, but we can only hope so many retirees and old people that need caregiving, you know, and it's, we're going to be at a loss for, I think it's just the help a, that they're going to need. I think it's a question of profitability right yeah, now. Like, exactly. so if you're, if you're basing it off of, cause yeah, cause it, in a capitalist a of, society, like what is yeah, the value like raising, of like, raising a child is not a profitable profession. No. So therefore yeah. you're it's going to be paid hit. less by it. And right. the fact that women do it more is a product of our sexist society. So, but it's not, that's, that's, that is it though. Well, sure. well, yeah, we were founded on like puritanical. Yeah, I mean, if it was if it was the case yeah. that men, if it was the case that men were the ones who stayed home and raised kids, where women went and deliberated, and every and it was like Which a communist like, society where everybody just like sends all the food into the like barrel, and only the women are able to go in there and deliberate while the men go back. Yeah, that would be a sexist society, and but like it would be the way it is, and obviously it would be the case that. Raising the kids would be less profitable because it's not like a politician. Right, right. But, but, I, but like, like, what you were, what you were alluding to essentially is that like, if it wasn't for the our current society and the you know the patriarchal uh, thinking that women wouldn't want to raise children more than men. That, and that to me just seems no, to be no, no, no. I just wouldn't no, think it's, there'd it's be just a that stigma. People think women are better at again. raising kids. Yeah, it's like there not, wouldn't I'm be not this, saying anyone's better or worse. I'm saying what people, you would but, choose to do given all opportunities and anything else. I'm talking about the profitability of professions. Right, right. right, right. And that, you, what you, which is what you were talking about. That in other words, these like pound for pound, it like someone who is not trained can either work in childcare. Or light, right? Or or work on an oil rig. An mm -hmm. oil rig is going to pay more money. These people have the exact same amount of experience. Mm -hmm. This job's paying more. Thus, based on experience level, the per the man is getting paid more just because of the job, right? right? If I'm presupposing that that's the argument that's or that's the argument that you're making, right? I forget, thought we moved on from there, but sure, okay. Yeah, sure, and okay. forget all the other things, right? right. Now, there, there, I think that. Part of Joey to Joey's point, there is a larger argument at hand that like this is just a kind of specific portion of the the conversation in wealth inequality and, sure. and like pay gaps. But so let's just talk about that point in and of itself. Right. And I was simply saying that childcare is not a profitable industry. What sure. you're saying is not a profitable industry, right. Which is what oil rigging is. Absolutely. And what I, what I was saying as far as the racism or the sexism is that our, 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 our entire like system is structured on women are good at certain things. Men are good at certain things, period. And it, th those are sexist ideas. And capitalism oh, rules them all. It, yeah, it's it's a yes. That's the that's the bigger point is the profitability yeah. of it, right? Mm -hmm. If it was just like you know what, the government's going to pay you X amount of dollars to do oil rig because you're a big giant brute who can only do three things like grunt, pick up shit, and fuck things, right? Where women are like extremely empathetic, and that is an important thing for our society, and thus we're going to pay for child. We're going to pay way more for you to be child care like people in order to make sure that the rest of our society is good. And if we're not surprised, then it'd be like, a question of like, you know, where, where are we, like our priorities is the system. Right, right. And that, that's, again, yeah, that's the, the larger priorities. And I would have a problem with saying that, you know, um, because so many women are teachers, we need to pay teachers more. I think that because teacher teaching students is a valuable is thing right, yeah. that right. we need to pay teachers more. We're right. surprised like, by how shitty our kids are and like right. our society is growing up to be. It's because- yeah, we're yeah. not paying enough attention to homeschool your fucking kids, please. Do you really think that's the what? best solution to it? Um, currently, it's better than what we have right now. Whoa, but, uh, I feel like these parents don't know what the they're problem, doing. It's not, <laughs> they're like, what? Uh, I think currently it's 
So I, I, I guess I just mean take more responsibility for your children's they education. Definitely need to take I, responsibility. Yeah, but, that's fine. Yeah, because now the you can't blame your like, teacher. For there's so many fucking parents who do take responsibility for the kids who are who are either religious kooks who just teach them nonsense or are absolute fucking morons who but aren't good enough teachers. Who's raising the children? Is it the parents or is it the government? I mean, do we- What, right to, now or I mean, forever? just it, what is our intent? Like, do we want to create- I think societally. I, th- I think, honestly, if every- that's You want to just abduct children and raise them in fucking, <laughs> like, government-run uh, insane asylums? I think it would be yes. nice for an entire community to take to to take part in the raising of- of the community's children the across the board, mm-hmm. kind of right. Like I mean, it's it's important for everybody. Like it's, we had we had this that, whole individual. My, yeah, I had a co-op. We don't have te- that mentality. Oh, sorry. I, I had that when I was growing up. Oh parent, yeah, parent teacher co-op. How'd that work? Huh. It was fine. It was up. Until, it was pre, like pre kindergarten. Like parents and teachers would kind of literally cooperate, and they would switch it off, and it worked fine. It was Interesting. Fine. Well, so but it was the, so like the community did raise the, yeah. the, the kids. But it's just—is it just a parent a parent teacher thing, or is it like parents were the teachers? All and of the different had, parents but, in the yeah, entire neighborhood kind of do. Yeah, oh, that's the, interesting. That, that is Crazy. the majority of how homeschooling works. I mean, homeschooling is not just you and your child at the kitchen table for eight yeah. hours a day. Oh, there okay. are homeschooling groups, and there are you know field trips and like the intermingling so things that they have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just that you know when we have government-run education, then the indoctrination is coming directly from the government, and we have one chain of indoctrination, whatever that ends up having to be or mm-hmm. chosen to be. Whereas if it is, you know, more parent-driven, then you actually have a choice into, you know, the ideology that you would like to raise your children in. Mm-hmm. But then um, they can't work. The, how so? Because if your job is to teach your child all oh, day, I you, you can't go to work. a job. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you raised them a religion. We're not hiring them. Um, no. Yeah. And that, but that's part of, again, kind of what he's talking about, the community sort of thing. So yeah. it's one day a week. I have the five kids. Mm-hmm. The next day you have the five kids. You know, you, you share that responsibility. Still yeah. a five child classroom is going to be way more advantageous and you're going to get way more perspective and way more hands-on time per student than these 30, 40, 50 kid classrooms. Yeah. These basically warehouses. If you talk, if you listen to any of the parents yeah. that are, I have a lot of friends that are in that kid age now or having kid age. And if you listen to any of them talk about it, you, you hear about how much time is just wasted. Like these kids are doing an hour on Zoom and that's essentially covering more than they ever covered in a classroom at all. Like just because a teacher is so divided between so many students, there are so many things going on and so much of it is just wasting time and babysitting and like getting the kids away. It is essentially become a free babysitting service. And also unnecessary information that they're teaching the majority of the fucking time. And then you don't learn to do your taxes. So like- Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's- it's, I'm so glad I learned about parallelograms. It's been really helpful during parallelogram season. Well, I mean, (laughs) if they taught us how to get a mortgage, if they taught us how to negotiate a car loan, if they taught us these actual life things that we need to know, you could certainly bring in all these other lessons. We can learn physics by, you know, thinking about how to throw a ball or, you know, there are other ways that you can do these or 
Don't cut physics, guys. Don't cut math. I never took physics. No, don't cut parallelograms. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just saying that we do, uh, the way that we teach students is very uh, useless. And it is, you know, this sort of memorization. You teach to take and, the test. Exactly, yes. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I, I just don't I don't agree with like, oh, I'm never going to use a parallelogram. I, oh, no. I, I don't mean to shit on you. OB. I just mean that that kind of stuff is, it exercises your brain and it forces you to think in certain ways you might not realize. That Does it or does it yes, force it does. you to, to memorize? the difference between a square depends on the teacher exactly depends how it's taught depends how it's taught if it's taught well no they teach you how to think properly and critically that's the idea but it's almost exactly it's almost never taught I had a couple good math teachers maybe you didn't yeah I I did we didn't go to private school sorry I'm sorry yes I apologize (laughs) mom you should have paid for Sean. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, and, and I love I loved math. My, my grandfather was a great teacher of like, you know, to, to kind of learn critically. And, and I mean, in general, I'm a critical thinker. So, it you know, it's not, it, it's, but that's kind of who I am, right? But also at the same time, you know, I, I, I liked school because I was good at it. And I, I liked memorizing things in order for the test. But yeah, ultimately speaking, Nerd. if we're talking, what well, <laughs> my principle, like, I'm not saying don't teach parallelograms. I'm saying... There is no parallelogram season, right? But it so it would have been nice for because yes, I could I don't if you agree had, with if you had taught idea. me to memorize taxes, I'd probably be fucking good at my taxes right now. But no one ever taught me how to do it. Well, there's no history season either, either is there? there? Well, no, there but there's election season, but right? No, but there's but how, but there's no civics. History doesn't really teach help you help you understand civics. Excuse me. And, well, really, there's a there's a really. context. Yes. It does not help you understand civics. Not there's really. a context in which different governments and how they rise and fall. Okay, not really. Sure. I'm because saying, it's taught poorly, right? Because well, you just memorize. I remember my mom. Again, this is all. Theoretical. I'm, I, it That's always, all we got. It's not theoretical. It's practical. It's practical, well, right? All like, these should be when was the War of eighteen twelve? Eighteen twelve. Why did the eight, War of eighteen twelve happen? No idea. You're telling me yes that the history was taught improperly to you. I'm sorry. Okay, I apologize. I'm saying, I'm saying it's taught improperly to most people. I agree, and that's probably why I want to start a podcast called Hipster History. You should tune in later <laughs> on. But the, but the point is that what's your first topic? What would be your first oh, topic shit. of hipster history? Why OB is wrong. You know, that's a great question. I would probably go back to something like the American Revolution or the Civil War. Okay. Just so the because, start of it all. Yeah, it'd be okay. probably a good call. 1619. But maybe maybe way back to like the fall of the Roman Republic or something like that. It would be cool. Well, but it's history. It's hipster history, right? So it'd be like history that people don't really pay attention to. It would to, be or, or a different way of viewing it, maybe. Okay. Got it. Or but, different different angle. It just means scarves. Yeah. <laughs> like, are we wearing funny hats? What yeah. are we wearing? <laughs> Pilgrim hats. Everything looks like a Wes Anderson. Everything movie. has a buckle on it. <laughs> Everything has a buckle. A bolo tie, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what, the the point here is that education is done poorly in this country, right? I think we can. Very agree much. On I that, think right? so. Yeah. So if we, if we can all agree on that, then we can agree that something needs to be done. In Too order many to fix distractions. That. I mean, look, nobody it, cares, but people are also, look, it, there's, there's a stigma around a high school dropout. Right. But I mean, so there is an advantage, there is, it is advantageous for most teachers to pass a kid because there's a stigma for the high school dropout. Mm-hmm. Therefore it's, they're going to lower the bar of what it takes to pass or fail. And that so far has bled into to colleges because co- it's beneficial for more people to be in college, um, both because they're going to get a job easier and they're going to pay more money to the, you know, to society. Therefore the college itself is, is, uh, is owed this money that they're, that they're paying to the fucking college to go and effectively drink for four fucking years and learn whatever they really feel like learning. Yeah. So why do I have to subsidize that? that? Right. Exactly. So, but college isn't that right. College just 
college is for a very specific amount of people who are, or a very specific type of person who is an academic nerd who literally just wants to go and teach college once they get out of college. And, and you kind of, you, mm. you perpetuate this well, knowledge machine. That's what it's supposed you, to be. Kind of, yeah. I, I think that's what it ought to be. Right. And, and, and I, I think, I don't agree. What you think college should only serve to create more academics? The the idea that I college the idea, is necessary for anyone to get a job is utterly ridiculous. That's exactly I my point. That's the point I'm trying to make. There too. I disagree there. You too. think everybody should you guys be required just taking to go liberal to college? arts majors? There's other different majors out there that are important. Architecture majors, right? That, but not everyone needs to go to college. That's a trade school. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't say every. I didn't say oh, maybe I did. Did but, I say everyone? I didn't mean everyone. But, but I think I just, if it's required to get a job, then it's kind of everybody. It's then it would be a right. Well, I think if it, there requires certain training involved, then yeah, right, then right. You can go. Then you can but create that, trade schools that are sure. More that's kind a of college. Specified. And if you know you want to be a sure, lawyer and you know you want to be people. a doctor, then yes, you can go to a school for that. Right. But just to send everyone to school because they don't know what they want to do right. yet. Right. That's a my fucking point. waste. That's my point. And I, I agree there. I agree there. I don't think college is for everyone. I'm, I'm with you guys. I was the person who didn't even know what fucking major I was going to be for the first yeah, two years too. of my me college. Too. Okay. I started off math, psychology, and pre med. I came out philosophy and English. Along those lines, I can I can certainly attest to the fact, very much a fact, that the students I have that come in directly from high school versus the students that have to go out to the real world and work and then get a chance to come back to college, there is a vastly different mindset in how they they operate. I think the idea of compulsory school is part of what destroys a lot of the the students' desire to actually learn Mm -hmm. because it becomes essentially just a punishment. They have to sit in this room for eight hours a day and that's just what you have to do to get this piece of paper to get onto the next grade or you'll get in trouble. Exactly. And every grade is essential. Like I remember every grade, every single grade, you, we're preparing you for the next grade. Right. What grade? Where am I ever preparing for anything? Where am I ever actually learning the thing I'm supposed to be learning right now? Everything is about trying to get you ready yeah, for third grade. You don't do trying this. To get you're ready not going to have a foundation for fourth grade. Exactly. You're not foundation for fifth grade. And I, I understand it, but it's not. It's just not a practical way of educating a society in order for them to be a productive member of said society. Right. So yeah, civics, civics and taxes are way more important than memorizing history numbers and parallelograms. Do you see what I mean? Or like the, the, why mathematics is what mathematics is rather than memorize this algorithm. I just don't, the, I don't, the current I don't system agree. is literally designed to make factory workers. Yeah, but like, we, we can agree that most fucking Americans are stupid, right? No. You think what most you, Americans are smart? What does that mean, stupid? What does that mean? Ineffective in perpetual, ineffective in, I don't know, man. Uh, I just don't, uh, how do you quantify any of that? IQ? I don't agree with IQ, but yeah, even, of course, that, even of course then, are not. most of them really below a heart? Is that 51% or below whatever? I don't know. So sure, I guess, so you're, you're absolutely know. right. What is in, it, 100? In, it, well, I, see, I, so that's the thing. IQ 100 is, is, the, the, is the median, so, so no matter what you that, are is, yeah. yeah that doesn't mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're not wrong. Look, I, you're, you're right. I, it would be, it would be like- I wouldn't know, go that far. Yeah, it would be blanketed to say most Americans are stupid, right? But, but- But true. Well, it's yeah, you can't quantify that. <laughs> no, you You're, can't. Right, that's kind of that's that's just, that's what I would. They might not be you curious or also, you know. What, yeah, what's stupid? They might be thinker, stupid in one area and smart in another area. Yeah. Um, I. By and large, as compared to other populations, I would definitely agree, but it is much more so. Um, 
an appearance of stupidity more so than actual stupidity. So there is- I guess just disinterested. Like in- exactly. intellectually yes. uncurious, yeah. right? It's like, okay, look, I need to fucking put food on the table. What do I need to do those things? Yeah. Period. That's kind of all that really matters to most Americans. Is that fair to say? What's well, the game my question is, tonight? is that different than other countries? No, of course not. Well, I, then why are you saying Americans? Why isn't it just because people? I live here? I don't really care how the educational system in other countries is. Well, isn't is it done? You don't think it's valuable to compare educational system in other countries? Oh, oh so sure, now we're comparing to other countries? <laughs> no, no, it's, I'm not saying it's not valuable. I'm saying that I. I'm not saying anything. What is your point? Well, your point is you're saying Americans are mostly stupid. I don't understand how you compare that. You'd have to compare it to another country of the similar population. No, I wouldn't. I could just say that they're what, what exactly mostly what I stupid said. Relative to what? Relative to what? Relative to Sean O'Brien. I don't need. Yeah, it doesn't need to. Be, it's not a relativity point. Well, that's everyone's stupid compared to him. That's very nice of you to say. It's it's, it's not. Fair. I'm not relating it to anyone. It's a question of like. How do we educate our society? Right. That's the real question at yeah, hand. Yeah, that's here. a good question. What's the best way to do that? Right. Well, I think and so. Definitely, you're right. Teaching to a test and teaching for the next grade is wrong. But I think right. we've learned from that. You're kind of talking about 30 years ago, to be perfectly honest. I think we changed. Hopefully, Maybe. now I'm not the saying students we, I'm still getting are yeah, coming from that system. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't school. agree. I don't it think still costs a fucking fortune to go to college, and they don't. Well, me, most of them aren't. Can I finish my point? No. <laughs> the point let me, I'm trying to make is that if we have evidence of this, because today or not today, well, it was last week I think it was California, the biggest university system in the entire country, probably the entire world, actually said, we're not going to use SATs anymore. Not only are we not going to look at it, we don't want to look at it. So please don't send them to us. Yeah. That's saying we're not teaching to a standardized test and the biggest university That's system good. in the country. I love it. Perfect. Okay, also, so my point is that it's changing. That's all. Well, the SATs you, are, are the racist. That's why what? the SATs yeah, are- Yeah, that's true. That's true too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? So- They'll, yeah, it's completely different reasons that they stop doing that. It's students uh, aren't it, even it, coming a, from the same playing field for the questions. Like there are students that don't even know what. Listen, that and that's a good thing. What I'm saying is, I think the other 49 states would look at that and think that that's misguided. Well, I don't know if that's there. Might be others, by the way. That, I, there might be other states. To be clear, fine. But I would but say I at well, least ten of, of them would but, think but, that's but, fucking but insane. Maybe, but California <laughs> leads the way on some things. Maybe that will change. Maybe, I, I hope it does. I totally agree with you. Maybe right? they'll legalize marijuana in Washington, and then Cal- Colorado does it. Sure, then, but, but that's Washington how this stuff works. That'll help the kids. Right, but Washington's but, legal. No, I'm just saying. I was making an example of how it can domino effect. But how, if California does something, then maybe other states. Right, but that would mean that would that would. Basically, mean acknowledging exactly what I'm saying, which is that the education in this system is flawed, and we need to look at it and revamp it. Right? I didn't disagree with that. I was telling you that it's changing, and that I think right, well, your view no, of the system is a little bit old. That's all. I think it's perhaps. Old. But you just said you you. So the the this SAT thing just happened, right? Yes, but that's an example of how, okay. I'm just trying to give you one data point, but that doesn't mean that the rest, the past 30 years since you've been in college and high school, have changed. It's been a lot of changes. I mean, people simply don't teach now for they see they teach for growth rather than for um, shit. What's the other word for success? I believe. That's good. That's meaning great. they teach for they don't. It's not saying everyone has to get a certain score. It's just like you have to improve this much. I, well, I mean, that's, I, that's supposedly been changing over the t- past I'll put it 10 this years. way. Do you think college is still compulsory for almost everyone in this country? Do you mean literally or, or because some jobs need it or something? Uh, as a result of the, as a result of the necessities required, like, it, like application wise. Because I feel like our parents so set jobs. the standard that like all of their kids would go to college. Like, no, I, I, if we're I starting co- from there, do you think it's necessary for 
all baby boomers' kids to go to college. Uh, if, you <laughs> know what? Here, I'll, I'll phrase it differently. If I have a kid, I would send them to college. Yes. You, okay. Let if, me, the, if the kid said no, I don't want to go. Sure. I would not force them to go. Right. That's that, still a change. Yeah. No. That's good. That's great. That's great. Are they teaching taxes in school? Okay. Maybe actually. By the way, they might be doing. That'd be that. great. I actually That'd be great. They, yeah. they might be doing. That'd be that. great. I hope they do. I hope that they teach taxes in school. Are they teaching civics in school in the way that like they used to teach it, or are they just kind of teaching? Maybe like, history? again, I don't know with that one. I don't. Again, I don't know with that. Yeah, and there you ones. go. That's fair. That's totally fine. And that's fine. And I don't really. It's just every school it's is just, different. It doesn't feel like that way. And for most of the country, like sure, maybe fucking the East Coast, West Coast, and like different pockets in the country, it's fine. But I would say for the most part. No, man, it's still kind of the same. Like, because. Oh, can I tell you a story about who was I talking to? Kate, I think. Sure. She had a friend who is a teacher in Texas, and they were doing. Uh, it was for like I don't know middle school kids or something, and it was like right about one of the heroes on this list. And guess who one of the heroes on the list uh, was? Kyle Rittenhouse, the guy mm, who shot yeah, yeah. protesters in fucking Kenosha. That's was on the list test. and they had to like, so the parents were, were like, what do you, what, why is this an option for my kid? Like, this is what they're teaching in schools. <laughs> it's crazy. No one on that list was female and no one on that list wasn't so white. This is, this is one thing I do have to take, uh, umpridge with, um, this sort of like, yes, I will rail against the school systems, but like when you can like, I know what goes into writing tests. I know what goes into making assignments for students. Like, you know, sometimes it is just three in the morning and you have class and you have to make something. And like, you know, it's, it doesn't necessarily indicate a system, systemic sort of uh, issue or situation that one teacher does one thing and all of a sudden it becomes this giant news story because, you know, people are disapproving of it. I think that is... Uh, a sort of, you know, detrimental winger faction of can cancel culture just kind of, you know, swarming on this uh, one sort of incident. Um, I don't know anything specifically much more beyond that for this incident, but I do see this as a common sort of, you know, anytime I see teacher does or whatever in the news, it's like there's a lot of things that are, you know, pretty understandable when you're actually in those situations. But I, like, you don't think that that's understandable? That instance isn't understandable, right? Kyle Rittenhouse is a Rorschach test. It depends on where you stand for what you okay. believe he did. Right. And that is, like, there are large factions of this country that believe he is getting railroaded by the media, and they do lionize him and see him as having saved that, that place and, you know— put out the fire. Do, do, you can shake sure, it. Like, do, there are do, people that you, think What this. do you think? I don't know. I don't have okay. all the facts. That's why okay. That's why there is a do you think the court system, who jury system. Do you think the people who, who lionize them have all the facts? No, I think no one has all the facts. And that's the problem because we've, okay. we've each decided, both sides have decided that he is either a monster or he is a hero. And my instinct is that it's somewhere in the middle. What if I tell you it is one or the other? If I, I said you had to decide. Right. I, you had to decide that this kid went with an AK-47. If my only two choices are monster or hero right now, he's a hero. Okay. W what, what made him a hero in your mind? 
Um, when they were pushing a dumpster fire at a building, he comes running up with mm -hmm. a fire extinguisher and puts it out. That is what the uh, okay. impetus was for them to attack him. Sure. That is a moment, a data point. I don't know the full context of sure. everything, but based on what I've seen, the sort of automatic monsterfication of him by the left-wing no, no, media No, forget is, all that. Forget all that. Let's just deal with what you and I know yeah, and yeah. what we can deal with. Forget about the rest of it. Well, right? no, that's that's part of the problem because there is going to be this gut, gut reaction pushback when you take this, you know, what is deemed as this kid who was just, you know, possibly, you know, uh, protecting some, some friend's property and all of a sudden he is becoming this giant monster of a racist when we don't necessarily have proof that any we don't know what his intent was there are but, but there, no, I, okay sorry. Yeah, it's ahead. okay the you said it was his friend's property right it's, that's certainly one of the you know leading but you don't, you're not sure i don't know anything and that's what i'm saying yeah but you just said you right if you had to decide you'd think he was a hero though right? you said i only had two choices right exactly yeah. you do know some stuff you're telling he us murdered stuff. two people <laughs> Right, right but, but you know he murdered people, right? Well, is is self defense murder? No, uh, not in most instances. No, no. So that if it is an instance of self defense, again, once we have more information or as much information as we can, sure. if this is an instance of self defense, he is sure. a fucking hero. If well, this why is, would it be? Why would it be a hero in self defense? Wouldn't he it just wasn't be saving anybody? No, no, because he because. In that, he in was that, in the middle of the street, he right, wasn't right, even in that train of thought. In that, uh, in this creation of the uh, the sequence of events, he was a hero because mm -hmm. he stopped them from lighting a building on fire, and that's what caused them to chase him down. So, if that is the truth, but if he's so okay, let's so there's people about to light a building on fire, right? Yeah. Um, he goes and stops them somehow. They run at him, and he shoots them. In this, in this instance, right, the mm -hmm. building, in effect, is basically more valuable than the life of these humans. No. He, You're saying that, that, that his what? life is more important than their life, right? Because in, 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 in your argument here, it'd be him. Your life is always the most important, yes. Right. So in any instance, that is how self-defense works. You right. have the, the duty and pres okay. uh, ability for self-preservation. Sure. So if... If someone is trying to light but my building I, on fire and I put it out with a fire extinguisher and that causes them to sure. attack me and I pull my gun out and that doesn't stop them, sure. I'm firing. Why, why weren't the cops there to like stop the the, the people from- That's a whole fire? other thing. The cops funneled the, the well, people towards yeah, Kyle and his- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why Again, is that a whole other the, thing? Because that are kind all, of is the point, right? Well, the actions of the cops don't change whether Kyle is a monster or not. It kind of does a little bit. How so? he shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place yeah. with a gun and it shouldn't be deputized. okay for people out there to be deputized as vigilante citizens they to stop things from being lit on and fire. And he's underage too. Period. Like, right. also, it also was illegal for him to be owning that firearm in the first place. Or carrying, or carrying them that, in the first that, place. That is all conjecture. That it's is not all conjecture. Not, it's law. No, no, that is not the fucking law, man. You oh, are that as, area it yes, was. As, as, a, as a 16 or 17 year old, you are allowed to carry a long gun. Uh, 
the mm-hmm. the issue was whether or not he took it across state lines, but it right. wasn't his gun. He was given that gun once he was in Wisconsin. He was asked to protect businesses that had already been burned down. By he a worked, Facebook group. He worked in that area. That was the town that he went to work every day in. He was a lifeguard at the local pool. Okay. He knew the people of that community and they come to him asking him to help protect their businesses and they hand him a gun. He shows up with his medic kit ready to help people Mm -hmm. and they hand him a gun. I don't know how much of this is true, but this is the other narrative that no, is sure. coming it, through. Look, it's, like, it's, it's it's understandable and it's fine. It's, it's fine to talk about every single person in the instance as a human being, right? But I think that's the other important thing, right? The people who were shot were also human beings here. And I don't with think it medic should be, kits. I don't think people should feel emboldened. <laughs> but they came at him Just with guns. Up. I got you. Like, <laughs> but no, did you, did, I you don't watch, think... did, you, did you watch the video? Yeah, the, 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 the dude he shot in the arm had a fucking Glock. Like... I, I couldn't tell that from the video I watched. So it's fine. It's okay. that's fine. Let, let let me just presuppose that the guy who came at him had a had a Glock as well. I we're talking about the same thing. Like it was just this wide shot that's like I didn't think he had a gun. When he they were Kyle trying to Rose, they, got, Kyle yeah. Rose they hit him with the they hit him with a fucking like skateboard, skateboard and then guy? he goes and he turns and he like yeah, starts fucking firing at people while he's on the ground. He takes like three very aimed shots right. at very specific people that are attacking him. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know they were attacking him. They were there grabbing they, grabbing him. Right? Yeah, that's attacking. They if, were trying if you're to coming at me, him. yes. Sure. And if if why, I'm standing why, here holding have, my gun and you come at why me. Why do you think I'm coming at you if you're holding a gun? That doesn't matter. Well, I know, I understand. Just let's let's presuppose that it does. Yeah, you're to me. trying to if, what do you think I'm trying to do? If I'm already in a situation with my gun out, I, I already think that there is something to protect or something that yes, might put me in danger. Exactly. Most, and most and most of the mentality is that that there's a horde of people putting everyone else in danger, right? That's like that's the rioting the protesters setting shit on fire. There you go. That's the narrative, right? Setting shit on fire. How is that damaging to human beings? It's necessarily this, speaking, it, because the person that had asked him to help protect things had already lost three or four businesses right, so to like, fire come, in that right, area. So they come and they deputize this guy, and they're like, "There's a there's a horde out there that's setting things on fire. They're just damaging all this property. I need you to come protect me, right?" So in other words, these people are dangerous in a, in the mind of a huge amount of Americans, right? Mm-hmm. But these are also human beings we're talking about. So right. we're talking about a guy who goes and shoots people. What I what I asked you in the beginning was, if you're you know, no, just a guy down, that goes shoot, hold on. When you say it like that, when you say a guy that goes and shoots people, that paints him as a a school shooter, and that's what their media is trying no, to I paint him. No, I just said he as. shot people. But a guy he that did, goes though. and shoots people is different than a guy that defends himself while he's being attacked. Whether or not what happened and what led up to that I, attack. I, all I said is he shot people. He shot people, right? He, I'm not framing it in any way other than he shot human beings. Okay, there's period. certainly a connotation there. I might and be, I and right exactly yeah. exactly. But that's kind of what I'm trying to say. The connotation is there no matter. what. What? And and what I'm trying to frame is a situation where these people are coming at this guy with a gun, mm-hmm. right? In his mind, these people are attacking him. And yeah. everyone else who is coming at him, they're coming at him to get the fucking gun away from him so the cops can come and arrest the guy. Yeah. That's not attacking him. That's getting the that's gun away from him. That's vigilante justice, and they're just in as much wrong as to, that. To take the gun away? Yes. All right, let me ask you this. We'll go back to the actual school what shooter. What the Let's fuck say, makes you think that you're going to charge a dude with s- a gun? Like, why is that the wise choice? Why is let me the- just ask you this. Let's let's say why an actual mass. Gun? Let's just say an actual mass shooter situation, right? Someone walks into a Seven Eleven. He's mm-hmm. got a long gun. He's he, he's he's holding the gun. He's about to shoot people. Someone right. runs at him, and why is that person running at him? In in the moment, it's obviously probably to take the gun away, right? 
Sure, to try. And that's, yes. that's all I'm trying to say. It's the exact same situation. Is that guy who walked into the 7-Eleven with a long gun pointing it at someone, is that person under attack? Is that person's life in danger? Yes, at that moment, because this is- Maybe, but I guarantee you the person who's running at them is just trying to get the gun because they think their life is in danger. And that's the Kyle but- Rittenhouse situation I'm trying to paint here is that the people who are running at him were not attacking him. They were trying to protect themselves as well. Right. Every human being out there was trying to protect themselves. That's- Kyle Rittenhouse was out there trying to protect fucking buildings. Property. That's the issue. And when he fired, he was protecting himself. I know he was. That's, I know he that's, was. that's what matters. It's All he did was put out a fire. Before that, he put out a fire and then they attacked him for that. You're saying attacked him. I'm saying trying to get a gun, right? How is that different? I just gave you the situation of the 7-Eleven shooter, right? 7-Eleven guy is standing there with a gun and you jump him and then you find out that was the store owner that just shot the guy that was actually trying to rob him. Mm -hmm. If you attack that store owner- What do you mean jump though? You jump, you, you, you grab him and take away the gun, right? I'm just saying you don't know the context. So by inserting yourself, a regardless, with a, a kid, a kid you don't with know a, the context. Without, we was, saw the video, You though. see a person running with the gun. Even still, that does not give you the right to be a vigilante. That's because, not how so this then, works. Therefore, Kyle Rittenhouse didn't have the right either. He there. had the right to protect himself. No, yes, and, but but then, therefore, so did the people running at him with the fucking church. Get the gun running away. At someone is not protecting yourself. Shooting you're, people is not protecting yourself. Yes, you're fucking protecting a building. He wasn't protecting. He was protecting himself at the time, though. And so were the people running the away no. and the gun away. If he is running away with a gun, running at him is not protecting yourself. The reason that he is was- a threat. That is advancing. That is a or different situation. I, so- it's not to the people running it. I in. understand that in the mentality, they think that they are saving things. They think they are the they hero. They're saving That's themselves. That's the problem. They're saving themselves. No, if you think- Yes, guaranteed. If you think you're saving Guaranteed. yourself, you are not running at the guy that's running away towards the yes, cops. Yes, you are. He's running. Yes, you are, man. What the fuck? Look, Jeez. You are. If someone has a fucking, like, a long gun, who, and in the video, you can hear them say, hey, he just shot someone. They're calling to the cops. Hey, he just shot someone. They just, they run at him to get his fucking gun away. This right. Is, and that's, that is. That's it, protecting themselves. No, man. that is not protecting himself. He's running away. Any fucking court case that someone is running away and you shoot them. He's not running away. How the yes, fuck was he running he's away? He's running away from them. Oh, Kyle so is running mean, so, away. Okay, Kyle so, is being chased. Right, right, right. Kyle is being chased down by these people right. with guns that are firing around him. He turns around. I didn't there see are him multiple around. gunshots that go off before he fires. I mean, whatever. Yeah, lots we'll of different. We'll, we'll yeah. The video on this one, Either way, he is in a situation running away. Anytime mm-hmm. you are running away, that means that you are no longer protecting yourself. If someone breaks into my house and they are on their way out, if I show, you know, they see my gun, they decide to run out the door. If they're running out the door, I no longer have a right to shoot them. That right ends absolutely. So when Kyle is running away, he no longer poses an immediate threat. To these people by them chasing him they are putting themselves in that dangerous threat they are causing that action to then happen what happened previous to that legally does not matter they are now making a new decision here to create a new situation that makes things even worse that's why we do not support vigilante justice but that's in this what country. he was doing there in the first place he was and there to be a vigilante, a vigilante. 
who right. is and not law enforcement. She's a child. Again, this is that that who that put idea. it upon himself with this Facebook group that they're going to defend property and be vigilantes for the fucking police department, and they're throwing them waters and they're saying thank you for defending property and whatever, like. Thanks for being here. And then they, he fucking shoots somebody. He's a, not a cop. A he business has no is right more than property, that. though. A business is livelihoods. A business is a community. A That's business true, is. But it's by like, burning these businesses down, you are destroying what these communities can be and their ability to I rise up from this. But I look at this, this Facebook group because the reason why all those people were there, it was a call to justice by. A fucking vigilante group. That's the, why they were there in the first place. Yeah, because the cops weren't stopping it. So, so they thought someone needed to. The National to. Guard was there. They showed up basically at yeah, the same time. Yeah, they were rolling through in tanks. Like, they didn't need those fucking people. Obviously, with, they did because the no, buildings were burning didn't. down for days before. That's why they were called in. They didn't need it those days people. Before. It was the same. It was it was within the two days. Yeah, of the, those of the are days. Shooting. I mean, it, it, they, there were businesses that burned down. Then that guy contacts people and says, hey, can you protect my other? businesses in other days like the this I, I has just, been escalating so, and so, building on listen, both sides i guess, I guess that I, so if i may i think the no, point is is that you may not there <laughs> you're suggesting that the narrative that you're talking about is not is underrepresented right and i'm saying it's not i'm saying it is it is wholly represented I'm saying, and if anything okay i'm saying it is completely un-american to uh, to project uh, guilt before a trial. So the the presumption of innocence should be afforded to everyone. But he, Kyle has essentially already been convicted in the court of public opinion to try and get a jury trial at this point is almost impossible. Where, where is, hang on, where is this part coming from? Yeah, what we're talking about is the weird. moment. Like, for, like, fuck what the after part, right? Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is the justification of the moment in and of itself. Yeah. And, well, and, no, that, I mean, the, the after part is what really riles people up. Because if, well, well no, no, if, if, <laughs> If he was just arrested and given a fair trial and the media was not basically turning him into a monster, then we could see what happens the throughout the trial. The media is not turning him into a monster, man. That's the point. Like, it's, like I feel like you're framing this in such a way that the liberal how ma- media— How many school shooter how, memes have I seen? How this, many times— I, don't, like, I don't know how, what you've seen, but I, that's not the liberal media that you're seeing. Because I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm following the same kind of media, right? I know. And what I watch seeing, it every day. Is not is they're not fucking talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. I can fucking guarantee. Oh, mostly you. no. There's so th- then there you go. That's my point. No, but they, so it's not an not, everyday thing. But when they do talk about him, it is disparaging. And not it is, really, man. I mean, like it's, he murdered two people. That's the thing, well, exactly. And that's what you're. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened. But well, either way, so the, that's what they're gonna say. If I, if I may, finally, Brianna Taylor's uh, boyfriend shot people. What's the context there, though? Like the, the context matters. How those things happen matters. How someone gets shot is the difference between murder and, you know, uh, self-defense. I, and, I know. Like, and, and, I, and I don't disagree with you. My point is that it is not an underrepresented narrative that Kyle Rittenhouse— I think it's just because I live in L.A. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but you watch Fox News. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I see Tucker Carlson on your YouTube sometimes. I mean, is oh, because we all watch it just to see what they're saying. You don't watch Fox News? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm oh. just, I, I see it when I walk in here. I don't I mean, watch it, to see what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, if you watch, like, there's about Fox News is on about 20% of the time in our apartment. I, I watch Fox News but as much as I watch any of I'm not talking about you guys. I know. By you the way. said jokingly, it's like you, you do it just to keep an eye on them. I'm not talking yeah. about you at all. Yeah. Okay, whatever. When you watch Fox News, Sean, what, why are you watching? 
any clips from Be- Fox News. Because YouTube has shown them to me because and I didn't change anything yet. Honestly, it's kind of the same thing. Because I watched Joe Rogan and it was over and they yeah. just kept playing things. <laughs> well, look, this conversation in and of itself proves your point that it is a bellwether, apparently. Um, it's a Rorschach test. Oh, yeah. What's the difference between a bellwether and a Rorschach test? One I said and one I didn't. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> Did you like that? I cut to myself and went like this, and then I cut. Oh, away. I, I missed the cut. I'll have to watch it later. We gotta watch uh, it later. Yeah. We gotta watch it later. It was. This is so hard. That was impo- That was so fucking hard. That, I just gave up. That How was you tough. Do it? <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's because okay. It's okay. Both running the video. <laughs> Uh, I was like, wow, they're really like. <laughs> no, it was all Yeah, how do you look? I think it's important for Americans to join together and <laughs> and um, and promote like protecting life over anything else. What do you think? <sighs> no, I don't value life. He's honest. Gotta give him that. He's honest. Before you turn to excessive (laughs) drinking, spend some time collectively politinkering with a show where I don't know, man. Because the truth is, I don't know, man. I just. I don't know, man. Thank you for listening. Uh, listen to all our other shows. We have Celluloid Breakdown. We have the special on going down on South Park uh, after you've heard this. Maybe. Wait, no. <laughs> I was going to say before you've heard this, but my brain did the other thing. You can also listen to Literally Literary um, on all the shows on the podcast network. Where am I doing? I don't know what's going on. By Discarded. Uh, check uh-huh. out Joe Bonnier's uh, Twitch stream, and you can watch him play <laughs> old video games. Like- and uh, yeah, um, see you.